The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. This is what you've missed on the Video Game Connection Podcast. The vet, the opinion haver on Twitch, bro. What's up, dude, man? Thanks for coming on, dude. You know? Hey, man, it's a, it's, it's a, I appreciate it. And it's a, nice to meet you, Ivan. Hey, Ivan, uh, do you know how hard this man worked to get me on this show? Do you have any idea? No, no clue, man. No clue? Okay. <laughs> no. Well, this 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 process has started what months ago. Months he's ago. like, he's he's been just spamming my PlayStation <laughs> inbox, well, okay. telling me to always listen to his podcast. Okay, that listen, I listened to, and he didn't even know it because he just assumed I didn't. So he's sending me, yeah, hey, here's the new, here's the okay. link to the new show. You know, I was thinking about should I just ghost homeboy? <laughs> Not ever, because he's trying too hard, man. Something's up. So tune in and don't miss out on the Video Game Connection podcast. Now a video podcast. Peace out. You're listening to the Video Game Connection. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Poisoning their 
wash mine. Oh, God is calling Underneath the war pigs crawling Begging mercies for the sins Satan laughing spreads his wings Welcome to War Games. <laughs> Becky Lynch just stomping. <laughs> Bailey in between the cage. Oh my. We almost had this last fight at SmackDown. Submission, Rhea Ripley, Miss Wildly, Becky with the right hand. And now Becky and Oscar working well as a team. Oscar, Oscar with the poison missed. And Rhea Ripley blinded and Becky Lynch trying to take advantage of the DDT. And now Bailey blasting Oscar. And with Bailey, Oscar off the top turnbuckle wall up by Becky for the win. Shoulders down, Bailey kicks it too. Strategy by Lynch, looking for the quick pinfall. It's not necessarily going to be decisive, but in a chaotic environment, sometimes you can steal a quick one, two, three. Yeah, Becky trying to do that on a couple of occasions. And Bailey now trying to punish Becky Lynch, ruin her return to WWE. And now AJ Styles sends Dom packing. Should be a big time flaw for AJ Styles. The OC and the Judgment Day fighting through the TD Garden here in Boston. Meanwhile, back to the mat, to the ring, Styles in power. And AJ Styles taken down by Finn into the pinning combination. AJ Styles into a combination of his own two count kick by Balor. Styles has Finn up. 
up yet again. Been able to, to reverse, at least shift the balance momentarily. Now Styles with the shoulders down, kick out at two. Balor with a sling play. And now Shayna Baszler and Shotzi. Shayna down into the ring to break the count. Remember, she can't win on a count out. Referee will start again. Rousey dumped into the WWE Universe right in the front row. Shayna Baszler as well. Remember what Chopsy said last night? She promised Shayna would get a front row seat at Survivor Series, and she did just that. The official being very lenient as pertains to Shayna Baszler. Chopsy off the barricade. Oh, Baszler and Ronda. They paid extra for that. I'm with the fourth line. Sammy Uso. 
power kick as he went for the spear. Kevin Owens went for the pop-up power bomb. Reigns is down. Kevin Owens has Reigns where he wants him. Stunner by Owens. Kevin Owens for the win inside War Games. And Sami Zayn preventing the official from counting to three. Genius. to prove Zayn's loyalty. You're on mute, big fella. I'm on mute. You are okay. Here I am. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PWC HMG Survivor Series War Games Review Show. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, to my right, he is the sexiest man in Philadelphia. He is the $1 king. He is Kevin, sexy time Panetta. What's crackalacking, my friend? And how's things, man? Bianca Belair may be the EST, but I'm the PST. Panetta Sexy Time, the sexiest man in the IWC. <laughs> nice. Nice, absolutely. And to my bottom right, he's evil. He's the foreign object. He's Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to the PWC. What's going on? How's things? I think uh, Kevin just gave me PTSD after that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And to my bottom, right beneath me, he shares the same name as myself. He is the man, and you better recognize. That's all I got to say. If you don't recognize him, you're in deep shit. 
Jim Prendy, welcome back to the PWC. What's going on? And does Kev recognize you, man? Uh, he better recognize me. <laughs> bitch slap. <laughs> What's up, guys? Awesome. I'll give you a to the Jolly Rogers, as Jeff would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, <laughs> that was gold. After you that- hear his uh, dollar winner from SmackDown, you're going to want to bitch slap him. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not oh, no. Show, though. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <clears throat> you can give your dollar on today's show if you like, Kev. I mean, hey, don't be I'll shy. You can talk about SmackDown. I'll, I'll get my Survivor Series one. It's pretty obvious oh. who's going to get it, though. That's really? easy. <laughs> Let me guess. Her, her first name starts with R. Yeah. And her last we'll name get to that. Her last name ends with. <laughs> <laughs> That's on her butt cheeks, though. <laughs> oh man, what a start to the show already, and it's firing, guys. Survivor Series. I mean, uh, I'll be honest, man, and I'll start with you, Kev. I don't know. If, if it was such a great, great show, it was okay, but it just seemed to just glide by, if you know what I mean, man. It was the uh, above average. Um, the ending saved it. That was an ending. Oh, game. absolutely. Um, without that ending, it might have been just, eh. Uh, I'm glad that it was like a, it was only five, it was only uh, five matches. They didn't add any matches. It would have drawn it out a little bit too. Um, but it, it ended at a good time. It was good pace. Uh, it's about time we have a, a pay-per-view that doesn't end at midnight. You know, it felt good, you <laughs> know. Just for that Ooh. fact alone, it adds two points. <laughs> we got our first comments of the evening. It's Homeboy88. What's up, Homeboy? Hello, Jeff Lutman and Jimmy T. I'm here, your most loyal fan, Homeboy88. <laughs> Thank What's you, up, Homeboy. <laughs> Check out fucking uh, his, his show, by the way, The Video Game Connection. If you love hip-hop and video games, his show's the way to go. Also, he said, <laughs> holy fuck, a four-way dance. Holy fuck is right. <laughs> <laughs> and Facebook user says Survivor Series Takeover it sure is absolutely it's a anyway, dollar club invasion That's right. it is a dollar club invasion um, also Jeff but we can't make change <laughs> four quarters just, making a dollar right here <laughs> Jeff is it just me I mean Kev thought the show was above average I did feel like the, the main event did save the show big time Ooh. but up until that point I felt it was a bit below average Considering it's the you know one of the big four pay per views or premium live events, shall I say? Yeah, I don't know if it's really been big four in a while, but I, I know that that's conventional wisdom. I, I kind of feel like Money in the Bank has supplanted it. Um, I great ending, one one big surprise, uh, yeah, big surprise. But I agree with you, Jimmy. I, I think the show was in the range of average if it was above average or just a little bit if it was below average just a little bit um i've actually been pleasantly surprised with the wwe ple's probably the last 18 months most of them um far better than the week-to-week product you know going back way into the the vince era so i'm gonna go with below average show but a fantastic ending i agree i felt the same way as you did jeff jim Yes, How sir. do you feel, man? Do do you agree with Jeff and I, or are you more with Kev on this one? I think it was a decent show. I mean, nothing spectacular. Ending was great. But I will say this. It's probably the best Survivor Series there's been in a long, long time. Since made the NXT Invasion year, probably. Yeah. Made it somewhat mm-hmm. interesting, the War Games uh, angle. I, I think it was something different. I will say this. It does suit 
the the name Survivor Series. When I when I say suit, I'm talking about War Games because it, it felt like a Survivor Series. You know what it actually felt like? A traditional Survivor Series from back in the day. I'm going back to the 80s, like 87, 88, without having all those tag matches. But it just had that vibe. Am I wrong, Kev? I don't know. That's just how I felt, man. It did. It's just missing that, like, Ric Flair back in the day, like, all the, the good guys wanted him to get in there to kick his ass, you know? We didn't have right. that, like, and we, I know we're waiting for Roman to get in, but there wasn't that, like, pure hatred used to get in, like, the WCW, uh, or even the, uh, the NXT War Games, too, where, like, the Undisputed Era, you just, they just, like, they were, they had that, like, t- t- enemies, they just wanted to kill them. Uh, this was right, missing right. that, you know? It's like, like, that would hurt it a little bit. Facebook user says in the chat, the excitement of War Games itself, so, uh, superseded expectations yeah yeah sort of i i mean yeah i guess you know what i mean but you know what boys jeff is it just me or are the rules slightly changed because i could have sworn the old school war games rules were kind of a little bit different i mean as long as i can remember war games it was it's been the same i mean in the old days they, they would have a cover on the cage uh because right. they have more camera angles i mean it did look very sterile i mean you know, it just it seems look, like didn't look sort of outdated, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it looked updated to the point that it was too updated, like it was too clean. Um, I, I hate those garbage can lids that look like aluminum. I, you know, I, you know, I, I don't <laughs> Who know uses why trash people... cans anymore in real life. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. I, I don't know why anyone takes the time to get a ladder and put it in. Like, it doesn't seem why? Like, like wasted energy and time. Yeah. You, right. You know, the, the tables, it's like all dumb. You had the, the, the fungible tag teams going in first. I, I mean, the thing that I don't like about war games, I, I don't really love the format that all five members of both teams need to be in there before the match start without there being a story beforehand. I mean, Roman sort of made one was having Sammy go to, to rescue Jay, so that rescued it. But especially with the women's who didn't have a lot of heat. Like, to me, if the heels have an advantage, they should be trying to take somebody out. They should be working their arm. They should be attacking their knee. They should be knocking someone the fuck out during that first five minutes and then that second, you know, 11 to 15 minutes. And it's just not happening. It's just people are just wrestling and fighting. And sometimes the faces even have the upper hand. It's, I mean... That whole element of the suspense, the the, the good guys have to come back. It, it's it's just not there anymore, and and that's really only in the women's match because in the men's match, because you know you had to get to the final boss, final, Roman came out last, so you know the faces had the advantage. So I don't know. I just think that's a failure of storytelling, and I'm not so surprised about Brian Kendrick had his hands in uh, producing the women's Survivor Series match and the Ronda. Um, I can't remember who she fought anymore. Shotzi. Shotzi, Shotzi yeah. match. Because um, those were the worst matches, and Brian Kendrick's a flippy, flippy wrestler, and they don't tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, nice. Jim, do you agree? Yes, I agree. I think if they added an element to it, it might make it a little more exciting. Add the Survivor Series element of elimination. True, absolutely, I agree. That's actually a great idea. Imagine they actually had like Survivor Series rules in War Games. I think it would work. It would actually make it more modern, if that makes any sense. Well, well I and think I just, that might be what they're trying to do in this Iron Man thing, because they're with the with the penalty box and and things like. I think they are trying to make it more more moving parts, more things happening. I think. Uh, 
But how about the like idea of the of the elimination? It, it just it makes it more interesting. How about you can get eliminated before everybody's in, but you can't win the match until everybody's in. Once every once everybody is in, you, some people can be eliminated, and then whoever gets the first fall or whatever, you you actually could have an advantage the whole match. That might be an interesting concept to think about. Right? Yeah, I like that, but I still think the elimination makes more sense. Have eliminations like you know going into why does war game start when everybody comes into the ring war game yeah. start the second the two participants are in the ring that's how i feel i mean well jimmy i i agree that would make more sense but in the history of survivor series that just led to like like quick uh finishes that wouldn't be finishes in real life depends how they booked it usually there's like two people get eliminated on a finisher like within two minutes then just to get people out of the match or else the match would take well that's time. bad booking then it depends if you want that match to be an hour or 40 minutes you know but you could also use it to get somebody over. True. Yeah, but no one's going to get over in that. Well, like like Sammy did to get like, but he's already over. Yeah, they used to, guys used to get over on that match. And you know what? I, I want to. God knows, I'm, I agree with Kevin that you have a show that ends less than four hours. It shouldn't be complaining, but an hour of that was pre-show, <laughs> and. You know, I mean, if I ever hear that Black Sabbath song again, I mean, Jimmy, I'm going to reach up on that screen and fucking kill you. Yeah, you know what? One I, more time. I, I, mean, I didn't like the song either, man, to be honest that, with you, man. How do you ruin yeah. War Pigs for me? Well, this is how. Play 900 times in, in three weeks. <laughs> but, That's oh true. God, where, That's where was true. I even going with this goddamn thing? How did I start this? <laughs> War Pigs. Nah. Basically, we are just saying about if we should change the rules to War Games to suit WWE, like for example, have Survivor Series rules. Oh, I know what I said. It would have been nice if they had a traditional War Games match during the pre-show with five people who are sort of on the cusp of like being on the mid-card and like the winner like got something, a US title shot or, or something like that. You know, so, something, something to make a match so you could have like Madcap Moss and I, I don't know who, you know, Ricochet or whatever uh, on the shows, you know. Just Wouldn't three take away from the pay-per-view, though, if you had a third War Games match? Maybe a traditional Survivor Series match on top yeah, of that. Just, no, just a traditional Survivor Series okay, match. Okay, you know, maybe one, one for the men, one for the women. I don't know. These five matches, I know War Games matches takes a long time, but if you incorporated these ideas, they would take less time. So you could do that for something. Yeah. And, and you know, I know this is not a pay-per-view, so it's a PLE, but there are people who do pay for it around the world or pay for Peacock. And five matches, it has a very NXT feel to it. And yeah, I think, it did. I think six or seven matches. I mean... Traditionally, seven is perfect. Yeah. And the pre-show doesn't need to be an hour of just repeat, repeat, repeat commercials. And during the show, they don't need to do commercials for the freaking show you're already tuned into. Yeah, I agree. Jim... As Jeff got a point, do you think we should have the traditional seven matches and cut the the first hour of the pre-show? Well, I would cut the first hour of the pre-show. Yeah, it's pointless. Maybe have at least shorten it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I I agree. They should. Well, if they're gonna have a pre-show, make it useful, like AEW at least kind of does. You know what I mean? So. That's my opinion. But you know what, boys? Let's get into the first matchup of the evening. It is Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Mia Yim versus Damage Control in Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley in the first War Games matchup. And it is the women's War Games matchup. Um, what can I say? I feel like this match was a bit of a mess, shall I say. I don't, I don't know, man. The women 
can't really pull off a war games I don't know not tonight anyway not for me Kev what do you think of the first matchup I actually thought if it wasn't for the ending of the men's match I I like this one better than the men's match well I think there's more more high spots Uh, the men's match had a lot of laying around a lot of like just waiting till the next guy gets in Uh, I like Nikki Cross was crazy you know she showed more of her character work too Uh, EO Sky definitely got her high spot in Becky Lynch at the end um, I'm not sure I agreed with that. She should have gotten the pin. I think uh, would have helped more for the uh, the heels to win. Uh, but I definitely I, I like this one. It was very fast paced. Uh, yeah, it was sloppy. Um, it is the first War Games ever too. And then uh, so they'll, they'll get better at it. Like it's definitely the first time. And they got their uh, their moments in. They're going to show for like the trailers next year. Like they, they got this thing because the guys didn't really do that. You know, you got the Oscar uh, shooting Rhea in the face. You know, EO did her flip. So they got what they needed to get in just for like the uh, the marketing for next year, and uh, yeah. pretty much that was the point of this match. Jeff, I think there were highs and lows. Uh, I didn't particularly love this match. Um, I thought that Oscar looked good. I like that she brought out the mist. She I was that... the best in the match, I think. Probably, I, I think EO got to show off her aerial game, which she really hasn't been able to do much of ever since coming on the main roster. Actually, the SmackDown before was probably the best I've seen her look. And just like they haven't been letting EO be EO. I mean, she's sort of saddled with Dakota Kai. Um, I thought that Becky looked good, um, but there were lows. Uh, I mean, the handcuff spot was stupid. Bailey wasting so much time trying to bring two la- a ladder and then a second ladder for for what? They were never really used. And the tables they don't get used. But the whole time I'm watching this match, and uh, ba- uh, sorry, Bianca Belair has a five foot long braid and nobody tries to tangle that in a chain link fence. They thought to bring, you know, uh, chains and and uh, handcuffs Handcuffs. and tables. Nobody decides to try to tie that damn thing in a knot in the Mm -hmm. fence. Come on. (laughs) I think uh, Bailey or Sasha did that to her years ago. They didn't want to like redo a spot, but yeah, you have to. It could always be redone until she cuts it off. Just like the NFL uh, uh, running backs who get tackled by their dreadlocks until they cut them off. Yep. True. No, Jim, you agree? Yeah, well, you know, that match, I kind of passed by me. I was mesmerized by Rhea Ripley's <laughs> But And Kev, Kev, you know, actually, Kev, you talked about Asuka shooting her in the face. Kev actually shot her in the face, too, just on his TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, boys? <laughs> Who wouldn't? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so I was... was, The ending to me, kind of interesting. I didn't really understand it. What are they trying to accomplish there? Becky, you don't need to give Becky uh, strength. So, they want they want that to be in their video package for future war games going forward <laughs> for the main roster because they don't have any. They but kept they, doing us uh, NXT ones and like shots of like Lex Luger from nineteen ninety seven or whatever. But so to, they want, go ahead. to me, that made Bianca look uh, down a notch. Well, they gave her the two F fives or whatever she calls her version, the KODs, right before that. So I mean, once you did that, you you sort of knew that Becky was going to get the spot. So. It pres- I know what you're saying, but it, it preserved it, and, and Becky was the big surprise coming back. I don't know what that did for, you know, uh, I mean, I almost would have rather the surprise would have been announced at War at war Games. That would have been more exciting. 
but I guess they figure it, it would impact how many people tune in. We'll never know. Well, if they were going to have that been. team win, I would have liked. Uh, I would have rather seen Alexa Bliss get the pin. Well, it wasn't her story, though. I mean, she's. I think, the, uh, I think they announced Becky on SmackDown because the dirt sheet writers were saying uh, it was going to be Candice LeRae. So they didn't want to disappoint the uh, people paying, paying for the. Uh, well, not paying for it, but watching the premium live event might have hurt the uh, buys. Well, they were saying everyone except uh, Becky. I mean, you had yeah. Ray, you had Dewdrop, you had Natty, you had Beth. They didn't want people thinking Sasha, too, because I just Sasha. wanted to. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's why they said that Becky had a time. So it wouldn't let people down. Right. She's Some people were thinking Charlotte. I, you know, I mean, you know, it, it was what it was. I, it, Becky came back early, but I, I think the reason is for that shot. I mean, Becky's, they know she'll be a star again next year. I'm not sure if they know the same for Bianca, but but they wanted that high shot of her doing that, you know, Hulk Hogan leg drop from the, you know, from mm-hmm. above. Especially because her, her high shot, her high spot before was the bloody nose from Nia Jax. And they don't really show blood anymore, so they definitely need a, a new Becky uh, best of moment. I was very disappointed <laughs> that when Alexa came out that they didn't have the Firefly down, you know, distort the screen on there. Yeah. I, I wonder if they're dropping that whole thing. I don't know. She seemed, like, disinterested at the end, so I don't know. They're doing something with her, but it might or might not be that yet. Uh, maybe she's just as disinterested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be that <laughs> well to be fair she looked pretty good man I thought tonight pretty not only like looks wise but good in the sense even in ring for a long time I felt but you're right she seemed a little disinterested I don't know man I, I, I feel like this match was a little overbooked too all the trash cans well the trash can lids were unnecessary all the kendo sticks. I mean, Bianca Belair trying to break it with her knee just looked stupid because she couldn't break it. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, but it was obvious who was going to win this match. Can we at least say now, and Jeff, oh, I'm going to go to you. Is it official? Raw and SmackDown is done. No more separation of brands. Because after this mm. pay-per-view or premium live event, I feel like there's no such thing as Raw versus SmackDown anymore. No, I don't think so, because they're going to have a draft. They haven't scheduled yet, but there's going to be a draft, which means that there's a brand split. So, But it will definitely be um, more fluid like it has been. I don't know. I think right now they realize, and, and, but they keep doing it, that Raw doesn't have the star power. Raw is sort of the dead show, and they need, like, they have Roman's most sense knockdown. You have, uh, they, they, you know, I don't know if he's, you know, Bray is back there. Braun is back there. They, they move some people over there. Becky is supposed to be on Raw tonight, but she's going to be moved to SmackDown. It's like all, all right. of the... What's up Ra- with that? Ronda's on SmackDown, like all of who you think are going to be draws. And then the people who are sort of draws on Raw, your Cody's, your your Randy Orton's on your yeah. edge, they're they're all out hurt. Um, and who'd they give them? Corbin? I mean, <laughs> so, um, I mean, Drew was even on SmackDown. So I, I don't know. They, and they bring up LA Knight, who's got charisma, put him on SmackDown. It's like... You know, it's like everyone who who's interesting is on on SmackDown. Um, so that's a problem. They're gonna have to recalibrate that. Yeah, Jim. Randy Orton getting hurt killed that because uh, Riddle and Randy were like the most over on Raw by far. And now, like even Riddle's directionless with like, Elias. What's the point of that? You know, he wants to play his bongs, bro. It's a funny that's line. But it definitely is bringing him <laughs> down a couple notches from where he was with Randy. He wasn't even on the pay per view of the Premium Live event. You know. Right, I mean, hit it, bro, hit it, hit a bong, bro, 
Jimmy, he's right back you, to where I thought he was before. He's, yeah, he's, you're, you might have been right. You might, yeah. You've said it all along. Jim, do you want Riddle to play with his bongs? Or <laughs> do you rather do... I mean, what, 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 look, for me, and I'll, this goes out to all of you, but Jim, I want you to answer this first. Are we done with Auden? Could he be done? Is he finished? I, you know, that's a tough question. I mean, he's kind of an, an afterthought right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been out. Can he come back and get back into it? I mean, I guess that's a possibility. It depends on the booking and his uh, will or motivation to do it, I would think. Well, Kev, he's like 43 now, 44, right? I'm yeah, talking about Auden. Yeah. Um, and with his back injury, I mean... <laughs> I'm not sure anymore, man, where we go with Randy at this point. Does he take another year off pretty much? I mean, well, he just had that fusion surgery. So there's no, yeah, it's going to be at least six to nine months. And then who knows? Um, And even if he does come back, the RKO might be out of his repertoire. Like his only saving grace would be if he does a couple matches a year, like the Undertaker and goes back to the punt kick, which they let him do that. Uh, That's his only chance. Um, I mean, there was fusion surgeries in other countries and stuff too. Uh, we were talking we, when we were working with Sandman. Sandman had that. That's why he had a match again too. Uh, so a lot of guys, if Sandman can afford it, Randy Orton can afford it. You know, yeah. uh, no, no disrespect to Sandman right there. <laughs> no. So uh, no. th- there's definitely a lot of uh, s- stuff he couldn't have done five years ago, even too, that he can do. Um, yeah, there's a chance, but it's going to be really hard. And I don't think he ever had the work ethic. He just had the natural gifts. So it depends how bad he wants it, and he gets paid so much where uh might be worth it. Jeff, is he done? I mean, he had back surgery, and the back is a funny thing, and surgery is different for everyone. You know he's going to get the best care money can buy. Um, so let's hope so, but I mean, I think it's way premature to uh, speculate, but I wouldn't bet against him, and if he comes back, will he still have it? Yeah, will maybe some moves have to be changed? But he can, I mean, you know, Aaron Anderson didn't give uh, Kurt Henning a spot in the Horseman. He gave him his spot. He can Not his never spot. He can give the RKO <laughs> to Riddle or whoever's in the program. Then, and then that's when Riddle turns on him and delivers it right back to him. And, uh, and you know, there you go. You got your feud and you have your old guy who puts the young guy over. And then you do an NXT and you transition to a different feud. Um, you know, the thing that Vince forgot how to do. Um, so I, I'll tell you one thing I wouldn't bet against him I know people think that he's lackadaisical and he, and he might be but he's been near the top for 20 years and you don't keep that physique in your mid 40s you know by sitting around on your ass and being lazy you know so you know a lot of people have natural gifts and don't do much or anything with them so I, I'm not going to you know and last night I don't think snakes need backbones anyway <laughs> very true. Good point. Good point. Actually, very true. I don't think they even got a backbone. Yeah. So Aren't yeah, they invertebrates. Uh, uh, yeah, just one whole oh, long there one. There you go. It's irrelevant. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, guys, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Mia Yim win by pinfall with a diving leg drop through a table from Lynch on Dakota Kai. If I had to rate this match out of five, I'd give it a two and a half. That's just me being honest. Kev, what would you uh, give? What's I, give your I, give it, I give it a three. Jeff? 
Wow, I thought I thought Kev was going to be higher because he's higher. I, I think they're four and a half. I, I didn't think wow. it was terrible. At all. <laughs> what the hell? They said out of five, not out of ten. Oh, it's out of five. Yeah, no, yeah. out of five. Out of five. What the hell? Out of five, yeah, yeah, two and a quarter. I was going to say, Jim. I'd say three, two. So we're pretty yeah. much similar. Like, you know, the only difference is like half a star. So yeah, I mean, it was all right, but. but I mean, Rhea but, Ripley's butt's worth at least. Yeah, Alexa double. Bliss looks sexy too. I love Absolutely. Dakota Kai. You guys know all about. Just Oski even looked great. Oh, uh, God, you and Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai, <laughs> I mean. I'm, I don't hate her as I'm much as they do. Right Kev, I hope you two are very happy together. <laughs> ah, you tell me you wouldn't. Anyway. And come you on, get you uh, well, yeah, that's. <laughs> of course. You boys would smash. Don't act like you Of course. Come on. Of course. <laughs> anyway. Real, I keep telling you, Jimmy, that should not be the standard. Yeah. Well. I'm, I mean, if there's, enough, if there's enough whiskey around, I mean. <laughs> oh, that bad. My, 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 my eyes have, have played worse tricks on me than that. Wow. Wow. Uh, Jimmy T, honest. on the, uh, the dollar report this week, uh, Jim is making fun of me because um, I said I had a crush on Mickey James. He's like, and I put a bad picture up, and I'm like, "Well, Jim, we have a cross on every single one of these girls, so it doesn't matter." You know, like, <laughs> oh, you should have no. seen the picture. I thought it, it wasn't it, flattering. He put it, it was a bad picture. Her face was all messed up. Was it really that bad? Yeah, she was making a face like. I don't know why you use any picture except the thing where she's only got the like the suit jacket just buttoned down here, and it goes like this, and it bounces up here with this. A nice section. He, he says way, uh, about how much, how sad, how much he loves her, how sexy. Then he puts so this matter. picture where she looks like she's <laughs> taking a shit. Well, it's, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's unconditional love. By the way, we, we should send our condolences. She lost her brother. And, oh and yes. I think uh, sorry. Man. <laughs> That's even worse, Jeff. Uh, even though I knew that, but I no, forgot. I mean, no, Kevin right. senses love. Oh well, all of it. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at that. Jesus Christ! Anyway, uh, our condolences here at the PwC go out to uh, what was it? Her brother, apparently, in a car accident, right? Her brother, and, and there was someone else. I think it's either a niece. Oh, or I'm not sure. His niece, I think, passed away also, and her friend, a 15 year old friend of hers, also Jeez. passed away. That's yeah, it's terrible. pretty, pretty devastating to be honest, guys. Very terrible. Yeah, that's sad. No, that's very sad. No laughing matter there, but um. Sorry, yeah, our condolences go out. Nah, I know I feel bad now. Jeez. Anyway, uh, move on, Buzzkill. Let's, let's go. move on. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Anyway, Ask we me get a, a Brock. Question I can answer with penis. Come on. <laughs> well, we get a Brock Lesnar via package here, package here, presumably penis. because we've only got five matches, and God forbid a show end before eleven p.m. Right, guys? I mean, come on. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> anyway, but back to the back we go. We got Jay also. Goes to Roman Reigns with his concerns about Sami Zayn and asks, what are they going to do about him? Roman tells Jay he's going to go out there and be the right-hand man and Roman will be the tribal chief and he'll take care of things man-to-man with Sami and he'll know if he's telling the truth. Uso then leaves and Reigns tells Paul Heyman to bring him Sami Zayn. We get a commercial for Callisto Protocol, blah, 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 who gives a shit. But basically, pretty compelling like uh kev i mean i'm, I'm loving this this storyline especially considering what what happens at the end yeah but uh what do you think so far man do you like uh, this can we go even longer than tonight we absolutely can it's it's as long as it stays realistic how real people would act you know like they're asking the questions people would ask they're not like playing dumb you know like 
he asked like if you bubble when we get to the second part later on but like, it's it's realistic so it's, it's why we all can feel it and uh and their, their acting performances are phenomenal Sami Zayn is like so nuanced in the way he's moving and just his mannerisms and I mean, besides people cracking and laughing of the stuff he's saying, that's the only. Uh, but that <laughs> makes it great too. <laughs> nah, that's awesome, man. Jeff, did you like this segment? First of all, happy bury the leak. Kalisto's coming back. Nah, nah, it's a game via game, a PlayStation uh, Five game. Uh, I was so looks excited. good. I must say, it no, looks pretty lucha, good. Lucha. Um, <laughs> nah. No, this was all good. And then you know, these are the kind of backstage things I don't mind as filler in a show like this because they set it up the night before with. You know, KO talking to Sammy and Jay eavesdropping like a comic, like a cartoon, yeah. like it's Scooby Doo. He's right there, and you know nobody knows that he's standing there. But okay, um, but yeah, it, it, it was perfect. I mean, and can we make this story go longer? Well, as one of the few people in the world who publicly predicted that the Bloodline would win and this story would progress, obviously the answer is yes. You know what? You brought up a funny point, actually, Jeff. Not only like you know is uh was it jay uso is dropping but all you had to do was just tune into the live feed and you would be able to see or hear or actually listen to Sami Zayn and kevin owens i mean let's be honest right guys i mean jim that could ruin every wrestling episode if they were watching the live feed you know right but, uh, but come on let's be yeah i know but but why like that sort of takes me out of it. i've always like wondered like why when you can just watch the show right I mean, seriously, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of stupid, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, it is what it is. But um, yeah, look, I, I'm loving this this sort of thing. I still do think, though, guys, that Sami Zayn will be the one that turns on the bloodline because it's easy. The storyline's there. All he has to say is, "He's always doubted me. I proved my point over and over and over. I tried to prove how loyal I was, but you still didn't trust me." And bang, you know, we're off to the races. That's what I think. But if it was up to me. I'll go all out with this thing, man. Just keep going as long as you could mm-hmm. and have him really part of, a, you know, as loyal as the family is to the bloodline. I mean, Jim, do you agree? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We were talking while we were watching it and wondering, somebody said, do you think, uh, you know, this is the night they turn on Sammy? And I'm, I said, no, they got to keep this going. It's not, you know, there's so much stuff there that they just have to keep it going i thought the <clears throat> the way they do the stories the acting even roman like when he gave the hug he gave like the yeah. face where you thought uh maybe he's not exactly 100 percent sure he trusts sammy so that was all great every i mean everything they're doing is good right now absolutely guys do you agree kev That's Jeff, yeah, yeah in all of wrestling wow yeah. interesting yeah, it probably is. It probably is. It'd probably be even a possibly storyline of the year, right? I mean, if we had an awards show right now, it probably does win it. Unless uh, the CM Punk stuff is fake. <laughs> well, funny you bring that up, Kev, because there's rumors now that they might actually make some money from it, possibly. They, they don't want to pay out his contract. Yeah. And you know what sucks about that? We've <clears> been <throat> saying it's a shoot all along, yeah. but if he does come back, Everyone's going to be like, see, it was a work, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a shoot. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean, did Scarlett Johansson not sue Disney for money? Yep. Yes. Did they not settle it and is she not back in the fold? Yep, she has new, a new role now, too. Like, How, uh, this is yeah, no different. 
I know, but you know how it is. There's to be no different. Also, remember when Tony Khan said, I'm not going to grant anyone their releases? Well, if I'm not going to grant anyone no releases, this may just be him taking a hard line saying anyone meant anyone. If that means I've got to pay this guy to do nothing for three years, I'm paying him to do nothing for three years. And so, by the time three years are up, you'll be nearly 50. Right. That's Jericho. They just got an extension. Who? Jericho Punk? just got an extension. And he's, he's Jericho got... is much more... <laughs> uh, He's less brittle than I mean CM Punk That's I mean, true. That's got true. injured twice in the slash year that we know of. And he hasn't taken himself out for like so many years either. So he's you know he's yeah, Jericho could still go. Yeah, true. Anyway, cool cool AEW review show. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, next it's all about the club again? boys. <laughs> Close enough. It could be New Japan Pro Wrestling we're talking about here. But Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, boy, was the forbidden door kicked down because it's AJ Styles versus Finn Balor in a Bullet Club Supremacy type of matchup. Who is the best leader? I don't know. Is it AJ? Is it Finn? But what's even funnier, Kev, we're getting a lot of IWGP this, IWGP that. It felt like the forbidden door was getting kicked once again, but this time by WWE. Is there something brewing between WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling? Well, Carl uh, Anderson's getting his match. Uh, they announced right. uh, he's defending the title. And then the Shinsuke Nakamura versus who is it? Uh, is he Great Muda or something? Who's he fighting? Yeah, but that's yes. Noah. That's yeah, at yeah. Noah, right. That's at well, Noah. You know but what? If Carl Anderson wins that match, you'll know that there's something brewing. Yeah. It'll be even better if he's at Wrestle Kingdom while Kenny is also there and wins his match. And they, and they team together? <laughs> oh shit! Hey, that's a that's a bullet club fans. Door. Yeah, the revolving door. We'll call it from now on. No oh, more doors. Oh, no more doors. Floor plans. Hey, the ultimate for me would be a G one with WWE and AEW participating in it. I think it would be awesome. What's G one? A type of peanut? Well, it's a climax. It's a climax. The G one climax, which I is a it. tournament that goes on for a few weeks like a couple of weeks pretty much and i think it would be awesome but that's just me i mean i know you guys don't really like new japan what that'd be also like finn balor or aj were like over there that'd be awesome again Get as long that. as kenny's also in it too which makes things even more spicy imagine that for a match <sighs> uh boohoo jeff jim do you like new japan it'll be interesting uh, for business i'm not watching it no, i'm be. not a big new japan Fan. No New Japan guy, not even Bullet Club. He's not yeah, too I sweet. Mean, Come Bullet on. Club's cool. Oh yeah, well, cool. I'm not. Never really was that into New Japan. Well, I like well, small NWO. <laughs> I like, I hey, like the, I like the kid sized NWO. They even mentioned Bullet Club by name. Yeah, I was so impressed. I mean, that just like yeah, I respect the dollar, uh, Michael Cole sweet. respected New Japan history, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely, and he has multiple occasions in the past. So yeah. like they don't say it. He's been mentioning I mean, all sorts of stuff. He's, he even made reference to Finn and AJ com- uh, competed for the Commonwealth Championship or something. Did that even happen? Because I don't recall that. That man. That's like uh, what's his name? Was it Bobo Brazil? No, no. It was uh, what's his name? Pat Patterson winning the Intercontinental Title in, in Rio de Janeiro, yeah. Brazil. It feels like that. As long as uh, Michael Cole doesn't reference the, the Junior Joshi Princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Uh, 
Oh, I mean, their, entra- their entrances were New Japan, or the masks, isn't that from New Japan? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It was, it was, well, here we go, Jeff, there's your first dick reference right now. I mean, it was like, whose dick was bigger between these two? And to be fair, they're not that tall. But do they have big hands? Ha, <laughs> that's the key. You got a big hand, you got a big cock. You know what they say, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure I have a whole bunch of them. Rhea's got the biggest cock. <laughs> we were saying that oh, uh, boy. I said Finn Balor would pass the, the uh, airplane test, the, the Harley Race <laughs> airplane test, but not as a wrestler. They'd be like, who's this professional soccer player? <laughs> I said a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks more like a gymnast to me. I mean, seriously, can he even play soccer? I don't know. But I actually thoroughly enjoyed this matchup, and so far I'm 100% with my picks, even though we didn't have a prediction show. But if I did... I did go with AJ. I wasn't sure though. I wasn't 100% behind it, but lucky I stuck to my guns and AJ did end up winning. I'm 100% too. Did you guys it know is... this is AJ's first premium live event solo victory since 2019? No way. He's gone like 10 either not on the show or losses. Yep. Really? So I was so happy once I read that stat that he won this. Before that, I, I was like, I like both of them. I was 50 50 on who I wanted to win. But I'm happy for AJ now. He needed that uh, solo victory. 2019, no shit. Yep. And the singles wow. match, he probably had a tag team or a triple, but uh, the solo match, yes. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he had matches with almost. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. They had the tag titles. But did he win, though? Yeah, yeah they, they won, won, the, they tag won the tag team titles and they yeah. defended them, you know. I think no, they when they went one on one, didn't they go one on one, though? Uh, when they fought each other? Right. Oh, I don't remember. Either yeah, Omos won or if AJ did Omos won. Yeah. Okay, so AJ never almost won any singles match they have, but I mean AJ's been on shows with the tag titles. Interesting. Okay, well that's a good stat. I mean, thanks for that one, Kev. I didn't know that, but uh, AJ ends up winning by pinfall via the phenomenal forearm. I felt like this was the best non-gimmicked match of the evening, actually, guys. Uh, Kev, do you agree? Um, I actually like the uh, the other the triple threat match better. Um, I wish this match was a little more strong style, like New Japan style, unless I, I, I think took away from it a little bit. It was a little slower pace than I wanted to see. Um, I know these guys are older now. I was, I think, I was expecting like a like a, a classic, you know. It was very well. It was very good. Um, the ending came a little too quick, so I would have liked to see another seven eight minutes, to be honest, too. True. Like, yeah. That, that, that's, that, that's that forearm came out of nowhere to me. No, that's true. Yeah, and it did feel abrupt, I'll be honest. When that phenomenal forearm happened, even mm-hmm. though technically you think, all right, one, two, three, but at the same time, that never crossed my mind. I just thought it would keep going and he would end up with a Styles clash. So. But no, we got the one, two, three. But Jeff, what do you think of the match? I thought it, was a, it would have been a great Raw match. I, I, I have no problems with the match and I don't think it needed to go another seven, eight minutes. That would have been torture for me. <laughs> um I don't know if you consider the triple threat to be a gimmick match or not. Um, if if not, I would say the triple threat was my preferred match out of the two. But if you consider triple threat to be a gimmick match, then well, this was the only non-gimmick match. Um, but no, I, I thought this was. I was going to say uh, that too, right? Yeah, this was a good, solid match. I mean, I I don't think it's particularly memorable, and I'm not really sure what this feud is about. It seems Bullet like it's club. supposed to. <laughs> Like, it seems like it's supposed to get Mia Yim over, but she was involved elsewhere, and Rhea is, like, 17 heads and tails above her status-wise. So, I mean, 
I don't know. It, it just feels like the the well, they call us the good brothers. Feel like the old brothers. It feels like the old club. And I still don't think Judgment Day makes any sense together. And I know that people like to say they're over. I just think that Dominic being with Rhea and making fun of his father, people enjoy that. But I, I mean, if you take Rhea out of that, I, I think you lose everything. I, I think I think I think she is the ties that binds it all together. Well, they are trying. I'll give him that to get Judgment Day over. Jim, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Jeff. It was okay. The match was okay. It was good. Um, I also preferred the triple threat. I thought that was a really good match. Um, but that being said, I'm not really the biggest Finn Balor fan. Uh, so is it his height? Is it his accent? Is it... <laughs> I mean, no, I think. Uh, it's his size probably a little bit, although he is ripped and I don't like his, um, charisma, like his, uh, promo ability. Well, I think he doesn't try really, which no, I'm really, da- he actually I'm doesn't in danger. Good defense. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but really he actually doesn't try. I think he's okay just for what he does, but I don't think he's on cruise control, you know, this time of his career, man, I feel. And, He's I don't think he better cares. recent lately with the promos, but I don't I don't remember being interesting in NXT. Yeah. I remember him having a broken jaw a lot and then a broken arm. I don't remember being interesting in the main roster before he was in NXT. I don't remember being the interesting. The demon in NXT thing was interesting. Before. That's the only thing that, I ever was interested. Right, and yeah. that's what I don't understand. He refuses, and this is his choice apparently, where he refuses to use the demon anymore, which doesn't make sense because when he does, it's the only time he's kind of predictable. I mean, predictable, kind of uh, believable that he could actually get a win over a big, you know, bigger name star. Kev? Um, I thought he was a little interesting when he went back to NXT the second time when he was like a tweener. I thought he was had a little more edge to his character. I liked him a lot then. That's when he was at his best without being the demon. Uh, right. The demon's money. He would get, I don't know why he doesn't want to do that either. Even if you just like uh, make your demon king character, Prince Devitt character a little darker. Um, I just think he doesn't know what his character is without that, to be honest. Like, he just says, like, uh, weird stuff that doesn't make sense to... Like, what is, well, what is Judgment? We still don't know what Judgment Day is without Edge, you know? What is Judgment Day? Jim, do you have a clue? What is... What the fuck is Judgment Day? I, I, have, I, don't, I don't know. I, honestly, Jeff? I don't know. No, this, this is my criticism the whole time. There's not been a goal the whole time except to kick Edge out because they're all equal. Okay, they're all equal what? Now what? Are, are they going for a tag team belt? I mean, they wanted to get Dominic for what? It's, it's, is someone going for a title? Is someone going for the tag belts? They, they, they have no goals except to recruit mm-hmm. Dominic. I mean, okay, the story True. is like people like it, but what? I mean, if you looked at the entire WWE roster, Dominic would have to be the last one that you're trying to recruit. And uh, with Edge, I felt uh, Damian Priest was getting below him. Don't you guys feel with Edge, Damian Priest was starting to get over? Then when he kicked Edge out, now he just has no direction. Damian Priest was awesome. He's on the verge of belts, you know? Yeah, I'll never understand why they did that that fast. (laughs) Homeboy says in the chat, I'm back and I'm black. I'm black, y'all. I'm black and I'm black. You're black and black, y'all. CB4. (laughs) Murder Mike. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 I'm back in black. Although Dominic is starting to get a little personality, it's kind of funny how he repeats, like, what they say. <laughs> it's kind of funny. 
Like it's it was kind of funny the first few times I saw Orange Cassidy do the uh, the kicks with no impact. <laughs> yes, CB4 Homeboy says. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, boys, before we move on, I would give this match probably a three out of five. Kev, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I get a 2.8 just because I, I felt the other match was better. So 2.8, I have to go lower than the other three I gave out. Jeff? Match itself, I'd give a three and a half, but given that I don't care about anything that's going on around it, I'm going to drop it down to a three. <laughs> Jim? Yeah, I'll say three, too. It was a good yeah. match, but it really didn't mean much. I will say, yeah. I mean, even though I kind of enjoyed it, it was sort of like a TV match, like Jeff said before. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I will agree with that. <laughs> Homeboy says, was the go Gobbly Gooker involved? No, unfortunately, he wasn't. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they didn't pull the trigger. I guess it's not Vince running things anymore. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm sure if Vince was running things, we probably would have got him. I mean, seriously. Remember last Tonto. year? It was like the Red Notice egg was the thing last yeah. year. That was yeah. so dumb. <laughs> so, sorry, Jeff, what'd you say? That's probably best that you spoke over me, but uh, uh, at least we get Tatanka. <laughs> I love Tatanka. <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, anyway. the characters would be funny as shit right now because you're like sort of going ultra right, you know, extra, but you have a ridiculous Puritan character. <laughs> wow. Well, anywho, one more thing I do want to say about um, Judgment Day and how well, what's their goal and whatnot, and was it to get Dominic? Look, I think Dominic was a bit of a catch when you look at the bigger picture, right? It's not it's not that he's going to really give anything to Judgment Day. It's just he's just a trophy, really, guys. I mean, but what's the what bigger picture? Got. When when he when he's when he either beats his father, or his father beats him, then what? Oh, I don't have a fucking clue. I mean, you just keep them apart for for a while, man. Like like they have been pretty much now. Otherwise, he's always going to be in Ray's shadow. I do think he's fitted in Judgment Day, and he is kind of. Let's give him credit, guys. I mean, we can shit on him all we want, but he has slotted in pretty naturally into the group, and I think he's pretty good with considering the heat that he was getting. He's not getting the heat like he used to get. But still, I think he handles it pretty well. I mean, if any of you guys have anything to say about it, please chime in. He fits in. The whole group in, in general just needs a main eventer or they need to get Damian Priest to that level uh, to make him feel important, I think. Oh, Jeff. I just don't think it's a group. It's just a collection of people they threw together. The only one of them that actually has anything going for them is Rhea. Rhea's been elevated, but right, they, they have no goals. And... Yeah, I mean, it should have been Damian Priest, who's the main eventer, and Edge could have helped to get him there. They could have been a killer tag team or whatever it was, or, you know, or could have been like a, you know, a Sean Diesel kind of thing. I know they're similar in size, but, you know, uh, you know, like a mini Twin Towers kind of thing. Finn just doesn't make any sense with them. I mean, he's a consummate nice guy. I mean, even when he's the demon, he didn't wrestle any differently. I don't know. I don't get Judgment Day. I haven't gotten them in a while. I was willing to give them a chance when they were like going satanic demonic but then they just ignored it. it's almost like cross it's like he he goes with all the occult stuff but once you can't pass the entrance it's gone there's i mean there's no black magic there's no voodoo there's no tarot i mean 
you know, Scarlet, who's supposed to be the witch, she doesn't even use a cloth, she uses mace. I mean, <laughs> every woman I know in the 90s had a mace, big deal. What's the, I mean, I in the know. 90s, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get Judgment Day at all. I don't think it's a group. I, I mean, as, as little as I think of the OC, at least I get it. They, they, they were together, they were part of a faction, they're long friends, they got each other's back. I mean, they're they're an old faction, but okay. It feels a little bit like you know, old Sean, old Triple H, and old uh, you know Kevin Nash together. But okay, fine. At least I get the connection. True, Jim. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think Dominic. Um, although I agree with Jeff, there's not. I don't know what they are, why they're connected. Maybe it's the handkerchiefs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always thought they were part of the 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 Grape Street Creeps. Yeah. But I do think Dominic is kind of sliding into that role of uh, sniveling little brat. You know, you just want to smack. He's starting to get there. You know, some good segments. All right, that's what I'm saying. You've got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, we can all piss on him as much as we want, but he's not that bad. Sure, he looks like a little dweeb. But you know what, man? Like I was saying, I think he's slotting into the, the group pretty good. We'll see where they go from here with Judgment Day, but yeah, it's... yeah, see where they go from here. Yeah, where do they go? Who the fuck knows? But uh... I know where they were. They were going to open up Raw and they booted them for Becky Lynch. So they're 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 going to back to uh, you know B list. <laughs> Homeboy says in the chat, and is rhyming bars, bro. That's bars. Right. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's move on, guys. Because next we've got a SmackDown Women's Championship match between Ronda Rousey, your champion, versus Shotzi Blackheart. This is a pretty quick match. Ronda Rousey ends up winning by submission with the armbar to retain her WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Kev, anything to say about this match? Yeah, I got a lot to say on this. I actually did some research for this one. Ah, nice. Ronda Rousey only has 25... I did. Ronda Rousey only has 25 more career matches than Jade Cargill. She's very, very green. Wow. Her first, she has 85 career matches. That's not including the Rumbles, the tag team matches. That's total. Um, um, her first year when she wrestled, her longer matches were against Becky Lynch, Sasha, all like the, the Charlotte Flair, all the best. And now and with the Triple H era, it matches her longer in general. And instead of having longer matches with Charlotte, who's her, Becky, who was pregnant and hurt, um, Bailey was her. Now it's like she's stuck doing long matches with Liv Morgan, who's green. But she's getting much better, don't mind you. Shotzi's very, very green. We all can admit that. And I, I think anybody here would say anybody with 85 matches isn't like a seasoned vet and she shouldn't no. be leading long, long matches right now. Um, she is like a better Jade Cargill. Um, Jade She's Cargill, more natural too at professional yeah. wrestling, I think. She is, and she had some great matches in the beginning. So I just think that her doing longer matches against these lesser opponents, not the Charlottes that can protect her, you know, I think that's what's uh, what's making her not look as well. Yeah, Jeff. I really think the less said about this match, the better. It was <laughs> it was no good. The right person won. I don't know what they're trying to do with Ronda, but she's got to be a killer, killer. And if Shotzi is not good, then she's got to be sacrificed. That that DDT to the apron, whatever it was supposed to be. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Disco Inferno is blaming on Shotzi. Some people are blaming on Ronda. I think that they're both not very good, but I've seen Shotzi botch a lot, and I've seen Ronda not care a lot. So I don't know what to say. I'll just say that, that, that Ronda, despite only having 85 matches, 
which doesn't seem like nothing to me. It's 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 probably double the amount that Braun Breakers had. I mean, also was a world class judo uh, fighter. Also was a world class MMA fighter. I mean, you know, Jade Cargill was a fitness model uh, right. and, and a college basketball player. So I mean, Ronda knows how to move in combat ways. I mean. Ken Shamrock and and Steve Blackman and Dan Severn and Kurt Angle and you know Chad Gable and whatever it, it became you know came much more natural to them. So you know I, I I'm you know Ronda's a bigger star proportionally, um, but it's fading. So either she's got to be a killer, like her and her and Shotzi have to go full hawk and animal, or just get rid of her, just pay her out and and just and just have women wrestlers because. She's not bringing any new eyes. She's not bringing any more eyes. And it, it, this match stunk. I mean, it was it was it was borderline embarrassing. Well, Jeff, hmm. eighty-five matches with a two-year layoff in between and pregnancy too. You get it. You love her. No, I don't love Ronda. I love Shotzi. No, you, that's how you stay sexy. All the women love you because so I love nice. Shotzi. Like the Ronda, I mean. You were the, the you're the defender of the of the X chromosomes today. You defended the first Survivor <laughs> Series match, and now you're defending this match. You are you you're like a paladin. You're, I'm just trying to make Shotzi look good. I love Shotzi. You're very chivalrous. I just <laughs> lots of things that Shotzi is wonderful at. I'm just thinking the wrestling might not be it. Hmm. Jim, do you agree with Jeff? Yes, I do. Actually, I agree. It wasn't a great match, and it's it. I mean, did anyone? think Shotzi had a chance in hell? Has yeah, anyone man. thought any opponent that Ronda's had recently had a chance in hell? They need somebody uh, at least to make it seem like it's going to be a good match. It's going to give her some kind of um, you know, have a chance against her. You just, was hurt, I there's nothing bl- well, I mean, what about her partner right now? It's true. I agree. I have an idea for Shotzi, though. What's that? Okay. Shotzi and Liv, Team team Extreme, the Hardy Sisters. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'd love it. I'd love it. Yeah, but you know, it's funny. Crazy. Let's just go crazy. Let's just go crazy and have at it. Um, is Raquel's broken arm? That's fake, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a work to get her off TV for four to six four, weeks. Four to six weeks. But Why? I have no idea. Maybe because she sucks. Maybe because uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she'll come back with a bad attitude. Maybe they want to be a surprise for the Rumble. I, I two chicks with attitudes. Can we get that? Maybe she really does have. <laughs> maybe she really does have some injury that would benefit from rest. I I don't know. I was just asking if anybody knew. No, in WWE, it's a tit job. <laughs> ah, yes, absolutely. It's hundred percent. It's going to be a tit job because she's got one flat chest for a big girl, man. Yes, that's Let's a, be honest. That, that, yeah, that's a, Dominic's a broomstick and, and she's a surfboard. It, it, it's, it's true. Um, she's a big surfboard at that. I mean, she was good as a heel. I don't know. I, I don't know why, why we got on this, but um, yeah. No. <laughs> Homeboy ain't eats it. I'll buy that for a dollar. I got to shout that out. And he also said, yeah. I was going to, yeah. He also asked, I was going to ask, do you guys like her as a WWE wrestler or is she an amateur? I actually like her as a WWE wrestler. I think I thought and he's talking about Ronda Rousey, by the way. Okay. I I felt like he was uh, uh she was pretty natural. Her first run was awesome compared to this. For whatever reason, she's gone backwards a little bit. She is getting back to her feet now slowly, but her first run she just seemed like a fish to water for whatever reason. 
and like you guys were bringing up before, I feel like the only ones that are credible that you can have great matches with Ronda, and this goes particularly to you, really, Jeff, is your Becky Lynch's, your Charlotte Flair's, your Sasha Banks's, even Bailey at one stage. Bianca. I felt like Rhea. Oh yeah, Bianca Belair possibly right. Rhea, absolutely. They're the only ones that you can maybe if, even. If you uh, treat Lacey with well. respect, I mean, she's got a legit combat background. But there's no respect. Well, yeah, but I mean that 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 takes three weeks of booking, you know, to make her, you know, whatever. Raquel, if they booked her as a killer, I, I you uh, know, I don't know. Standard. Uh, well, that's fair. I mean, you don't have, you know, you don't have to, but she's big enough and she's strong enough to, you know, to do it. Uh, right now, it's just going to be Shayna turning. And does anyone think the forty-two, the Shayna is, you know, is by that time she'll be forty-two? Um, I don't know. I, I think that Ronda actually is a detriment because you know what a real life killer she is, and it just doesn't. It does things in women's wrestling doesn't work the same as men. Like pe- nobody, like people yell at me saying you have to suspend disbelief when Finn Balor is fighting Brock Lesnar. But the same people will be saying Rio looks ridiculous when she's, you know, fighting the other women wrestlers or, you know, uh, you know, Jay Cargill or whatever. And she does look ridiculous. So did Finn. But whatever it is, it translates different in in the mind of the average fan. And I don't I don't think, you know, like Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley are good, you know, parallels for Ronda, similar combat backgrounds. I mean, you know that Kurt Angle could have could beaten anybody he was in the ring with. Just because, I mean, there's only so many Olympic gold medal heavyweight wrestlers in the world. But you you believed it because, you know, you see a guy like The Undertaker or whatever. You just, you just can't suspend that disbelief when Ronda can beat up probably all four of us at the same time. I agree. It's well put. Guys, anything else to, to say about that or we move on? Uh, real quick, as much as I was sticking up for Ron, Ronda saying how green she is, which I still believe, uh, to hide that, she needs to be an attraction like Brock Lesnar, not here full time. You know, because I don't think she has the heart or dedication to wrestle every week, even for a year straight. She should be like a three months on, three months off, run through people, even get the title and lose it or like relinquish it. Uh, they just got to like pick it up Paul Heyman and just like uh, show the best of her and hide her weaknesses more. Heyman would be perfect with Ronda, I think, if, especially if he was her mouthpiece. I think oh, would yeah. elevate her big time. But whether they go that way, who knows? But well, time will tell. Uh, Homeboy says two chicks with attitudes, <laughs> and CW chicks with attitudes. Sisters <laughs> of destruction. Oh, jeez, we've got Undertaker <laughs> and Kane again, right? I mean, I, I've got the Hardy sisters and sisters of destruction. I, 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 you know what? I never had a sister, so you know. Oh, How about the Dudley, girls? <laughs> the Dudley girls? The Dudley girls. <laughs> the Dudley women. How about Bianca and like uh, Naomi Harlem Heatettes or something? The Harlettes? Oh, God. <laughs> the Harlettes. Jesus Christ. They needed a female character like that, though, like a king or something, a monster woman. You know what I mean? They never had that. Well, like Abaddon. Well, it's one that can work a little bit, though. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. Abaddon gets there. Well, what's Sarah yeah. Logan going to be? Is she, or is she just a manager? Because she's Valhalla now. Well, I know, right, so Valhalla. Valhalla, Valhalla, Valhalla. She's looking like a Viking priestess, you know, shamanic, you know, pagan. She looks like an idiot, Jeff. Let's be honest, all right? I think she looks good. I mean, but, you know, I like that kind of thing. I meant like one that doesn't talk. 
Yeah, that just, just fucking mass- shuts the fuck up and does what she's told, right? Yeah. He doesn't want anyone to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to get him. Yeah, he's guy giving out dollars. <laughs> I'd like, yeah. like to know what's on her mind. I want to know how, <laughs> how she's feeling. Oh, jeez. Just if like I make me a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, just like, cook me some eggs, bitch. <laughs> Look at him. He's even got the tongue out and everything. Well, well, she's, well, she's a Viking. It should be more like, you know, is is my elk ready or is my oryx <laughs> Oh, God. Homeboy says in the chat, I don't think many MMA fighters could do well as professional wrestlers. It's a different thing. One is a show, the other is a brutal sport. I don't even think Conor McGregor could wrestle. I disagree. Yeah, look at Actually, Matt Riddle. He's like way too yeah. far on the entertainment Matt, side. Bobby Matt Riddle, Ken, Bobby Lash, Ken Shamrock. I can go on and on. Dan, oh, Dan Seven sucked, let's be honest. Tank uh, Abbott. Tank Abbott was all right at one stage. Tom Lawler told him if he was Who's the Tom Lawler? Right, yeah, he's Steve Blackman. Homeboy, there's a few, man. All right, I won't call them all big stars, but there's been a lot that have transitioned into professional wrestling and, and have done pretty fucking well, in my opinion. And, and I think it's a natural... The MMA fighters usually either make a lot of money, or, and they need, or they need the high of that. And by the time they realize they're washed up, they're completely damaged. They can't do anything else. Yeah, right, look, if they can talk, that will make it in professional wrestling. Generally, you know what I mean. Cain Velasquez, nah, he sucks. He doesn't talk well. That's the problem. He just, he's just playing Jane. You know what I mean? I dare say, like, and that, and even UFC, like Dana White wants, you know eccentric characters even in his own company why do you think riddle got fired really because of his dope smoking and fucking or who was it there was one guy in particular that was undefeated years ago oh man i forgot his name oh was it forrest griffin maybe when he got fired even though he was winning he won his last few fights or whatever they just because he's just got no personality they were done with him you know what i mean like Charles Sonnen gets it, man, because he, he, could have, you know. Charles Sonnen is a perfect example. He made you believe he would whoop anybody's ass, even though you knew deep down he was going to get caned. All yeah. right, but those fights with John Jones, especially, I started believing yeah. that he had a chance, and you're all because for of him. his absolutely, absolutely. But you knew deep down he's full of shit. But that's what made that match. His mouth made for more pay-per-view buyers no doubt about it there's no ifs or buts about it it it, it sells your mouth sells that's it sells pay-per-views anyone else want to chime in no 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 you're you're right definitely the mouth sells the pay-per-views well he also says in the chat demetrius mighty mouse johnson got traded because he didn't talk and he couldn't sell exactly and he and he's a great one of the best in his division Right, as a fighter, but he's boring. Let's let's face it, he's fucking boring. He's a little midget that could fight. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, guys. Big deal. There's plenty of those guys, man, and that's yeah. it is what it is. A uh, rampage should have been a wrestler like ten years before he tried. And what? Oh, he would have been awesome. As a pro. I'm, so scar- I'm so scarred from Friday on Rampage. Oh well, yeah, we're talking about Rampage Jackson there, Jeff. In I case, I mean, you might as well talk to me about rappers if you you're played uh, Mr. T in the eighteen no movie. Idea. It was Mr. T in the A-Team movie? Oh, that was Kimbo Slice. No, 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 no. no. That, that was Rampage Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Well, see what I know about MMA fighters? <laughs> Nothing. Even Kimbo could have been something because he just had this aura about him. Oh, but, yeah, uh, definitely. 
Because it's just that aura. Even though he didn't really say much, he didn't have to though because his presence was was enough. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, like it's it's interesting. It's an interesting subject that we should talk about another time. Anyway, uh, if I gave this match anything out of five, it'd be a one and a half star rating. Kev, uh, I gave it two just because I, I I'm with Strazzi, Mark. Well, fair enough. Jeff, half a star. Wow, Jim, one. Wow, we're pretty low on that match. I will say one thing about Shotzi. She's never going to change, man. She's just a detriment to herself, man. She hurts herself. She's always banging her head. No one's telling her to slow down. And this has been a thing from the indies, man. She's been doing that. So NXT, too. She did the coffin drop. Right, and- yeah. Listen, can she do this? And if uh, Liv can go delete, 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 perfect. That's it. I mean, no, there we go. The Hardy sisters never, never hurt Jeff Hardy none to to do whatever. I mean, he had no bad consequences off out of the ring, right? Right. Yeah. I agree. Perfect. Well, there we go. Ronda Rousey ends up winning by submission with an armbar to retain the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, we get a little Cody package, and uh, then after that, we get a little uh, Cody semi- package. A little Cody package. Cody yeah. loves Cody's package. Yeah. Oh, he lives Cody got, his, Cody got yeah. a dollar before. Cody, Cody's dollar. <laughs> oh, really? He doesn't he have got two dollars like Jeff, though. Oh, well. He... <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Wait, you gave him two dollars? No, Jeff has two dollars. He's the only guy oh. ever. In oh, yes, yeah, true. That's true. I'm talking right. Soraya. <laughs> Soraya. Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, guys, um, and I gave her one of the dollars, so like I, I have, I put her into a tie with me. I, you're beating her car cheetah. I, I, I should, yeah. I should take it back. Do you have any dollars, Jimmy? Have you got nah. any dollars? Nah. That's a good question. I've never really thought about it, and so no, I haven't. But if I was to give a dollar tonight, um, you know what? I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss because she looked a lot better than she usually does. Nice. It's easy for me to go Rhea Ripley, but I mean. Everyone's going Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I'm not that is. anyone a dollar on this show. <laughs> Mike, but I was going to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. He's a sexy. I said I'd give, that, I'd give it to Becky Lynch. Really? Becky Lynch. Wow. Well, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Dollars are everywhere. Jeez. Better than Dakota Kai. Oh, Dakota's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota Iron Rumba. Oh, so hot. Oh, shit. Dakota Icarumba. Compared to what? Oh, fuck. She's a sheep fucker, Kev. Trust me. She's from New sheep. Zealand, bro. <laughs> Man. <laughs> anyway. Talk about sheep. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Just say, whenever, if you ever meet her, just call her a sheep fucker. She'll laugh, believe me. Unless she's taking the sheep. <laughs> She'll think you're Australian, though. That's just a, a thing between us and them. Oh. Believe me, it's 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 all good. It's all fun and games. Hey, hold on, I need to take notes. There's a lot of permutations here. First is <laughs> you just get <laughs> without getting arrested. Then, true. <laughs> what 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 part of this is my escape plan so the chain of basil doesn't break me in six pieces? Ugh, yuck. Anyway, enough of Basler. Let's move on. Because we get Sami Zayn rolling up into Roman Reigns' office for a little chat. Roman asks him about last night and if he was talking to Kevin Owens. Sam admits he was. And Reigns asks why he lied to Jay. 
Zayn then says he withheld information. He lied to Jay because he had a huge match and he didn't want to be on his plate and he already has trouble trusting him. So if he's being honest, he didn't talk to Kevin. He sat there and listened and then Owens left and that's the truth. Roman then asks what KO said and Sammy tells him what he told him to turn on the bloodline before they turn on him. Rain says he gets that KO was his friend, but he needs Zane to understand that this is his family, this is his blood, and he needs Sammy to look him in the eyes and know if he's with them or if he's going to stab them in the back. Zane looks him in the eyes and tells him he's with them. There are five people in the whole planet allowed to walk into this room, and he's one of them, and that means the world to him. He's not going to let Roman down tonight or any night. He is with the bloodline, and that's that. Rain then st- Reigns then stares at him for a long moment and stands up. He tells Sammy to get up, and he does. Roman looks at him, and a grin cracks across his face, and then they hug. Kev, did you like this moment? It's genius, man. Uh, Sammy Zayn isn't a narcissist, but he's dealing with Roman Reigns, who's one. So he swung the story away narcissist would. You know, like he's not lying, but he's saying, you know, he's making it exaggerating a little bit. He's making the way that Roman Reigns would want to hear it. Um, But it's technically not a lie, but it's the way you, it's a manipulative uh, way he was talking to Roman Reigns. And that's the way you have to deal with those kind of people, the the, the head of the table, the egomaniacal people, you know, um, it's awesome. It's awesome. Jeff? I think he told the truth. He's right. Jay couldn't handle it. Jay would have gone bonkers. He's exactly right. He told the truth. Roman looked into his soul and saw that he told the truth. But because Roman is a good good leader and wants to make sure everyone is a hundred percent to their bone marrow, not just to the not just to the surface level of the of the calcium, he tested him in in, in the war games. But yeah, no, it was this, this was perfect. I mean, you saw Roman with you know his smile erased while during the hug. Um, but that's his entitlement because he is, in fact, the tribal chief. Jim. Yeah, like we said earlier, it was genius. I mean, everything they did is good. It's, I mean, you could watch that the whole show, honestly. Sammy, his facial expressions, the way he says things, just just everything he's doing is, is, is working. Let's put it this way. Sammy is doing such a good job, he can get away with being on the AEW exercise program. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Sammy's killing it, though, man. He really is. He's become... I mean, you can make an argument of breakout star of 2022. I mean, you really can. And it's a tight one between, say, him and MJF to an extent. But MJF was kind of a breakout star even last year, if you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I would dare say... if. The, He's probably the ahead of everybody in terms of breakout. Yeah, if there if there was a a fifth man award, like I've always said in in WWE, he would easily win it. No pun intended. As the fifth man, I, I was telling. Uh, I think I was saying it to Jim the other day too. Like I never would have guessed. Like before this year started, that Sheamus would be over again. Kevin Sheamus. Owens is hot again, and Sami Zayn is the man. Like yeah, I, I never you know, thought Sami could title. do this. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, Jim, do you have anything else to say? Yeah, I mean, do you think, is Sammy believable to beat Roman at some point? No, no, no not at all. But you can have a, remember when Santino Morella was close to winning the WWE Championship 
and everyone was fucking behind yep. him. And it had nothing to do with the fact that it was Santino. It was more people love cheering the underdog. You know what I mean? And I think that would work with Sammy, but you got to do it. See, it's tough, man. Do you do it with Cody, right, after the Rumble? Or do you go with Sammy at WrestleMania, possibly dethroning? You Roman do Reigns. Cody because Sammy is not Daniel Bryan. Sammy is Kofi Kingston or Adam Page. It's it's a it's an internet fad that will end. The fever will break the second they get the gratification. He's a sugar high. It will last two weeks, and then you don't believe him. It's like the Miz having the title. But he's actually entertaining. Right, know, but it doesn't matter. He's but he's entertaining as a, as a whiny little whatever, not as you, as your franchise player. But Kevin will be happy. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. But he'll be very happy that my breakout star of the year might be someone that he likes and someone who has barely wrestled this year. Barely wrestled? That's a hard one. Cody? I, I know it's a hard one. <laughs> Wardlow? No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not teasing oh. because I don't want to You're give up? No, I want to know now, damn it. Okay, well, well, uh, if you look down at your name, it'll give you a clue. Are you talking about me? Yeah, the name you're using today. Oh, Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. There you go. I was gonna say that, but I just wasn't thinking female. You can't make an argument with her too, but that's true. It's I mean, a last tough year I one. Picked, I picked Mandy Rose as my breakout star of the year at age thirty-one, just because I mean I just thought that she went from being just a pretty face to being a superstar, and I mean well, she's it again. <laughs> you could make that argument, and, and it and it wouldn't be all wrong. Um, I mean, if if Tif- Tiffany Stratton didn't take the last four months off, I mean, maybe it would be her. <laughs> Um, you love it, man. It's mine. She's mine. She knows her character, and, and she's great. And it, and, if, and if for the first eight months or first six months she did nothing, then it, it could be Kiana James because that, that gimmick is amazing. And the, and the terrible level of oh, effort. Stop, Jeff. Effort. You're just naming hot chicks. We're a Jade. We could be a Jade, too. I don't even find Kiana James attractive. I think uh, her character is fantastic. Her assistant, I mean, if you know, her assistant gets the dollars, not not Kiana. Well, I, just think the gimmick, I just think the gimmick is terrific. And I think that Tiffany Strand plays <laughs> the, the rich, mean girl perfect. I mean, you know, and NXT has a, has a real man problem in that they don't make any or very few men that are any good. But, the, but it's a women's wrestling factory. I mean, my breakout True. man for NXT would be Sangha. I'm a Sangha maniac. Over Grayson so, Waller or uh, Carmelo I, Hayes? I hate Grayson Waller, and I think actually Carmelo Hayes is a little bit over the course of the year. He was broke. He broke out last year. I mean, he won the right. break. He, he needs and, to be moved up ASAP, man. Yeah. He's, Before he drops they've, they've, like, Right. Well, I think he will. His, too long. his loss to Wesley was his last match on NXT. I'm pretty sure about that. Okay, so when do you debut him then? Rumble. You're going to wait that long, though? But people might not know who the fuck he is. That's the problem. They're By that point. Know, they're not going to know who he is any earlier either. Well, if you just bring him in slowly, you know, even vignettes. Have a vignette builder. They don't really do that anymore like they used to. Like a bunch of vignettes leading to the rumble. It's Christmas time. You're not bringing anyone new in during Christmas time. Oh, fair enough. Jim, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, nobody's right. paying attention right now. All right. It is what it is. Well, let's move on to a three-way matchup between Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Seth Rollins for your WWE United States Championship. I've got to go. I can't take it. 
Oh, oh, well, you might have to take it because things might be might be rumbling over here, Jeff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's why I'm so sad. Oh, no, shit's rumbling. Oh, no. Shit is fucking... Shit's going to fall over, man. Oh, I'm falling. Oh, no, the climax is coming. Oh, there goes my water. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, what happened to the music? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Hold on a second. Hold on. Chuck Taylor. Jesus. Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. <laughs> Why did my music stop? Damn it. Oh, there we go. It's back. Fuck your I'm just waiting for the climax. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, it was everybody's favorite big guy in Bobby Lashley um, surprisingly Austin Theory wins the WWE United States Championship by pinfall with a one arm cover on Seth Rollins I did like this match I'm dude I am digging Austin Theory right now I think the, the direction they're going with him is great problem is what was the whole point of him having that money in the bank briefcase to cash it in to win the United States Championship which is dumb right in the first place only for him to win the damn belt anyway in this match in an interesting finish because the finish was basically uh, Lashley ends up spearing Austin but falls onto Rollins and into the cover and one, two, three and it's over. People are saying it's the beginning of the burial of Seth Rollins which is absolute stupidity. Kev is people fucking stupid out there? Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad Theory won because they said the same thing about well, him two weeks ago. He's better second. than ever right now. You, you can't let him say it's people fucking stupid. The IWC. Oh, sorry. Are sorry. people fucking stupid? Not <laughs> people stupid. Okay, all right. Are people stupid? Not, True. not all the IWC. Like, like some clickbait articles are saying he's gone. He's buried. You know, like certain reports. Like uh, I'm, I'm not going to name any sites. Just trying to get the hits. They're like, oh, Fury's buried. Oh, they told it was the best thing that ever happened to him. They had to reboot his character. Oh, my God. He lost the, the, the uh, money in the bank. Who fucking cares? So did Cena. You know, so did Braun Strowman. It's not going to kill him. He's better than ever right now. A-Town down, Jeff. Um, I mean, I didn't subscribe to the theory of buried. I mean, the story he told did make sense. I mean, it actually made sense when he told it. Did I think it was, like, the, the greatest thing I've ever seen? No. But he, did he give a reason to make sense? Yes, that's all That's all I ask for out of my wrestling, is at least try. I, I always praise MVP for this. I praise uh, Eddie Kingston for this. These are, these are guys that even if even if what they try is weak, they, they remember the plot line and they try to tie the story together. Stokely Hathaway does that too. I mean... Uh, you know, they, 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 they remember what the story is and they try and keep it together. And, and that's all that matters. Um, as far as this match, I'm brokenhearted over Lashley, but I don't really want him in the U.S. title picture. I want him in the world title picture. I want the Absolutely. Hurt Business to, to form up again around Lashley and almost with MVP and, and whoever else. Um, and I think that's a great way to break up the, those two titles the Roman has and I think Lashley is a perfectly believable guy especially with MVP who's a counter to the to the wise man especially with Omos who's a counter to anyone 
Um, don't you want to see Solo Sokoa square up on almost and be unafraid, uh, stupidly? Um, so anyway, uh, Seth Rollins is not buried. Seth has taken a lot of L's. It doesn't matter. We don't know what his character is. People still, is he a heel? Is he a face? Doesn't matter. Does he say stupid things? Does he dress like, doesn't matter. People love him. And this is one of the, this is one of the things about the new wrestling fan who, who's going to love you if you're more great. <laughs> Rollins is a So he's always going to have a fan base, but he's the WWE work rate guy. So, you know, so Seth Rollins is fine. They, they can they can put Seth Rollins in any position, anytime they need him, anywhere they need to tag him. He's realistically Rollins. your fifth man guy. You, you know, if there was a fifth man award, he would win it actually. Because like, if you need him, he can do anything. Yeah, best okay. sporting actor kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, anyway, I thought this was a good match. I don't really think Lashley nailed the spear at the end, nah. but you know, yeah, he missed but, it. But it's what everyone thought. I, I, I just figured it would be the. the, the I just thought it'd be Lashley again. The 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 the. He'd hit a he'd hit a finishing move, and then Seth would take advantage of it while he's getting up from the spear, Seth with the. Uh, um, Let's let him curb stomp him and steal the pen. But it was theory. Good. Now, now the theory of squash thing is is done. Obviously, he's not buried. He's got his title again, and it's and it's fine. I, it's all fine. Good match. This this was the only match I got wrong, uh, and I'm perfectly content with it. Jim, yeah, I think with theory, they it was a mistake giving him the uh, money in the bank, and I guess that was Vince. But they did a good job, you know, getting him out of it. Um, I didn't like him at all before. Now I do. Since, you know, he, like Jeff said, he came out, explained why he cashed it in. It made sense. And you could believe it. And just, did, you know, no more selfies, that stupid shit. And take him a little bit serious. As far as Seth goes, I don't think you can bury him if you try. You have the whole, a whole stadium full of people singing his song every time he's out there. I I just don't think that's even fathomable that you could bury Seth Rollins. I know he's too... I don't want to say he's too cool, but he's just... He, I think he's earned that respect from the fan base, regardless if he's a heel or a face. You know what I mean? Like People just love the guy. He's always got a catchy tune. I know people, some people shit on how everyone goes, uh, I love it personally, man. I want to do it when I hear it. Mm. I, you know, I always want to go, <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> that laugh is the best laugh in professional wrestling since the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Absolutely. And I mean, the guy just, just, wait, wait, what about Jeff Jarrett? Ha ha. No, look, he's just great, but not fucking Seth Rollins great. You know what I mean? Seth Rollins. He deserves another run with a main title. I just don't see him getting it anytime soon. But as far as Theory goes, Theory, I can see why. Look, I've been a fan of his before WWE. I actually liked the kid when he was part of Evolve. And him and Darby Allen used to have some crazy matchups back in Evolve. I knew he had something. I knew he was going to be something. And I think we're finally seeing it now. And I can see why Vince wanted to push this kid to the moon. I mean, how can you not? You know what I mean? He does give me John Cena vibes. 
in terms of the prototype John Cena. If you remember the way he he debuted and stuff like that, he's got the same vibes, but if not better, he's got more personality than Cena did. Twenty four year old John Cena next to a picture of twenty four year old very similar, very fucking similar. It's true. You can see what Vince sees in him, but but he also has a personality. He can work. I I mean, I don't know. I I I think that people are critical of him because. You know, uh, WWE for a while was looking like the old guys wrestling league, and and Austin Theory was their, you know, their one young guy who seemed to be in a prominent position. So of course, people who don't like WWE had a shit on it. Now I I agree with with uh, the Rock Hard Jim Prendy when he about the Vince thing, and and it was a mistake to put the case on him, and that whole that whole dance was stupid the way they did it, and it sort of ruined a, a pay per view. Um, but they got it. They they got out of it. They they untied the knot, and and I think it's all. I think that's fine. Now on to other problems like how do you get rid of Gargano and his wife now that they're there? And, and oh, get rid of him, please. What what the fuck do you do with Baron Corbin? <laughs> I mean, why don't you just fucking listen to me? I mean, oil Baron Corbin. He's with JBL. How? I mean, oil Baron. Uh, you know what I mean? It drives what? itself. What what synapse isn't firing? I mean, that at least, at least make him an outrageous like you know fake cowboy. Come on, like a like one of those uh, who are they always complaining about on Yellowstone? The the California cowboys that come out there and play cowboy on the weekend. <laughs> like, like like turn Baron Corbin into that, or, you know, the fake New York vacation. You know, goes. Well, he had the perfect character when he first came up. They ruined it. Also, well, the lone wolf. Poor. When, yeah, the lone wolf. Sort of poor. They, yeah. That was his. That was his sweet spot right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's better. He was better. Look, I think Corbin is a lot better than we actually even give him credit for. Like he, he I agree he actually, with you. He's very underrated. Just everyone just like shitting on him. You know what I mean? Because he's almost like a scapegoat. But is it his? Is it his fault, Jeff? That's yeah. the thing. I don't think it's really it's his fault. Years, that's his, his fault. Really. I mean, if you get fed chicken shit, you can't turn everything into chicken salad. I don't know. The ringmaster did. Yeah, but he... Yeah, I guess. You're yeah, right. Yeah, he was nothing before then. Nothing. Zero. Stunning Steve Austin was a pretty big star on stage. No, he was not. He was nothing. Really? The Hollywood he, he, Blondes? He was, he was a small Hulk Hogan one. Former United States champion, former TV champion. In I mean, the NWA. And WCW. WCW was nothing then. The WCW was just like, is this the NWA? I don't know. He was known. I mean, I he, he was. I knew who Steve Austin. Right. I knew who Steve Austin was yeah. when he jumped over. I knew who he was when he was in freaking WCW. WCW. Oh, yes. I didn't know him from that point. No. Yeah, I knew when he was Steve Williams, and he has changed his name because Dr. Death Steve Williams was right. the bigger star in, in that area. Um, but um, anyway. It, 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 no, I don't think Corbin does himself any favors. He's the same character all the time. He dresses like an idiot. He has he's he's like the only big guy who doesn't even look big. But that's not named Shanky. Yeah, he should hit the the weights a bit more, man. That's true. I agree with that. Because for a tall guy, he needs to like fill up a little bit more. But I don't know, man. Maybe that's what they want from him. Maybe they want that look. Who the fuck knows? But it is what it is. Happy they gave him JBL. It's true. But um, anyway, as I was saying, Austin Theory wins the WWE United States Championship by pinfall with a one-arm cover on Seth Rollins, thanks to Lashley. Uh, I'd give this match about a three out of five, three and a half maybe out of five. Kev, um, I have a little something to add on this too. Like, um, what's that? I, 
I feel that Seth Rollins is so over because he's he's a uh, AEW style wrestler wrestler that knows how true. to tell a story. That's um, true. He, he does all the high spots, but he actually lets it breathe a little bit, which AEW guys don't do. He would be huge in AEW, I think. You'd be yeah, a he'd massive. Be, he'd, be, he'd be god there, you know. Um, Absolutely, for sure. He'd be so over there; it'd be ridiculous. Outside of MJF, yeah. anybody should watch this uh, match and learn from it. Any young guy in. Uh, in AEW, it's an AEW style match too, but they let the moves breathe. They let they went by the crowd reaction. It just wasn't, well, it wasn't just move, 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 move oh, without true. letting the crowd breathe, without hearing that. Um, so, and anybody outside of MJF should study that match if you're an AEW uh, wrestler, a young, young up and coming guy. Moxley's a different style, obviously. I mean, like the up and coming guys, uh, definitely learn from this match and learn from Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> That's better. So, what would you yeah. give it out of five? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Jeff, do you agree with with sexy time? I'm gonna give it a four. I don't. I, don't, I mean, uh, you know, and if La- if Lashley stuck the spear, yeah, it would be a stronger. I mean, that, that that I mean, it wasn't that long a match. The story was right. The end was right. It was, you know, uh, it fooled me. So it, it gets some credit for that. In hindsight, it's pretty obvious. They're giving theory all of this attention. So you know, you know, to put him, not put him on a win, but. The other thing was Seth has taken so many L's. He's only first started winning again since Riddle. Um, I guess that's yeah, no, he has taken a lot of L's, man. This year, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he's probably lost more than he's won. Work rate, he's oh, probably what wrestler of the year for WWE, but he lost too much. We can't for give sure, him for sure, year. definitely. Work no, rate, giving, yeah, definitely. I'm giving all my awards to Lashley, of course, but um, of course, you know, I, I I'd probably give this one, yeah, four. What I say, four, four, yeah. three, three and three quarters, four. Jim. Yeah, I'll agree with Jeff. I'll give it a four. I really liked the match. <clears throat> Thought it was good. It was, you know, I kind of figured uh, Theory was going to win. But um, me too. Funny enough, it just I don't know. I love just... the uh, curb stomp uh, spot where oh, he, yeah. you know, like, did, oh like, yeah, when he jumped leap. over onto yeah. Ashley, right? I thought that was pretty cool. It was like a Hardy Boy, like uh, <laughs> yes. you know, when he jumped off her back into that it was awesome. Yes, yeah, true. So, yeah, it was a great match. It was a good match. No doubt. Uh, well, yeah, no, it was a great match. Maybe it was the match of the night, really, over any other match. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, we go to another video package for The Miz, uh, even though he wasn't part of this. And what's even going on with The Miz and Dexter Loomis? Are we done and dusted with this shit already, guys? Or I hope so. No, did you see his Twitter so. today? Did you see it, Miz's no. Twitter? I think no, they're no, doing on the uh, Dexter Loomis contract signing on Raw. No, nah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Please, Why do they put the Miz in these stupid freaking? Uh, because he's the Miz and he's awesome. I know he's awesome, but <laughs> <laughs> Dexter Loomis is not. <laughs> they think Miz can get anybody over because he's that good at being an <laughs> asshole, but uh, not Dexter, man. How can you get that character over? As a as a face, he's a creep. Right. He's a fucking creep. As a heel, I think he could get over. As a face, it doesn't make sense. Not to mention, he's like five five. He's not 5'5". Five, five. Are you talking about Johnny? No, he's taller than 5'5". Loomis, Loomis is about 5'10". Gargano's 5'5". Five, five. Um, <laughs> he's maybe 5'6". I don't know. Anyway. Um, we get a mini's world championship in WWE? You give him a love interest like you did with Indy. That that worked. Or, you know, have him, you know, part of the Gargano family, which worked on NXT. I don't know if it'll work on the main roster. I don't Do know. you get Miz's wife, Maurice, getting into him sort of thing? That'd be kind of funny. They have the reality show. You can't. They'll lose the reality show. No, he, he becomes part of the reality show. 
That is so <laughs> Turn it into a full-blown soapy, guys. I'm talking about Marrow's place, like, full-on. Who else like, can Dexter Loomis have a feud with besides The Miz and it be anything interesting at all? Any, 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 anyone's uh, significant other. The stalker versus the crazy. <laughs> the stalker. No, the I mean, stalker was, Barry Windham. Him versus Bray Wyatt, I think it would be a cool feud. I, I, he'd obviously what? lose. What? Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah you'd, you'd stalk Bray Wyatt. How do you Bray stalk Wyatt? Bray Wyatt? But why would he stalk him for? I don't know. But, but Does, is he gay? Is. Does he want like a piece of Bray? <laughs> Bray has a female <laughs> counterpart now. Maybe he wants that psycho uh, other half of him that's a female. Um, if you on SmackDown, he was talking. Does to he want or does he want his shtick? If you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> hey. Broken Nikki Cross. <laughs> hey, Nikki Cross would work. Uh, can you imagine that? Oh, I, Dexter. I mean, the, the <laughs> go fuck me now. The, the story <laughs> has to make the feud. He's not going to make the feud with his existing character yeah. because he doesn't speak. So yeah. the, the, the story has to be written around. Can he him, do but... sign language? What does this mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe Baron Corbin? It means Jimmy is a sheep fucker. <laughs> no, see, she's a me. Daddy, yeah. She's a me, daddy. <laughs> No, that, 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 that's, cool. that's, definitely, that's definitely cool. And and Dexter is daddy. <laughs> okay. To Nikki um, Cross, that is. What what does this have to do with Survivor Series again? Uh, well, yeah. Oh, the Miz package. Oh, the, package. Miz package. the package. Oh, the Miz package. All right. Um, <laughs> is it big? Is it not? No. I don't know. Apparently, it's bald, according to a shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm going about uh, about my 17th or 18th year of not understanding why the Miz is a star. So, really, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like the Miz? No, never. I, you don't it, think he's awesome? I, I mean, I, I think that he's like uh, like Orange Cassidy. He's just bigger, but he's he's like somebody bigger. who seems like a Orange cartoon. Cassidy. That's an insult. <laughs> like, the Miz to me looks like someone who's pretending to play a, a professional wrestler on a bad TV show. Uh, yeah, that's his gimmick. He thinks he's, he's an A-lister, but he's not. That's his whole gimmick right there. Who's better than him on the mic? What? He's not man enough for you, Jim. He's, a <laughs> he's not a man. Nah. He's got no you, big balls. Are you talking about because of his look? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember him crying on on the Real World. <laughs> I remember the Real World too, actually. Mike Mazanin on the Real World. Who would have thought, huh? Oh, what do you, you think about? He pulled Reese. So. <laughs> That's it, man. How can you not respect someone that pulled Maurice in? I didn't say I don't respect him, you know, as a person. This guy's got the hottest wife in all of pro wrestling, man. I'm just, I'm just not a fan of his as, as a wrestler. I mean, whenever anybody wants to say the WWE style, what they act in their head, they're picturing the Miz. <laughs> well, he kind of is very much WWE style when you think about it. Think about like, it. He like really is. Pretending to be a pro wrestler on a TV show. Like what? Like when John Morrison and Carlito were teaching the girls on Glow how to wrestle. <laughs> That—that's how the Miz acts. Wow. Well, that's that's Mr. Lipman's uh, opinion. I mean, look, I don't think of you. I used to hate his guts like Jeff did. I'll be honest, right? For a long, long time. But I'll admit, he's sort of earned the respect, and he's earned his place in the world of professional wrestling and WWE. I think he's pretty good i hate the way he wrestles sometimes he can really do my head in and be too obnoxious 
But when he's taken a little more serious, he's not bad. He's all right. I, I don't mind him. But yeah, I don't hate him as much as Jeff does. That's for sure. Yeah, it's some awesome dudes for the ice belt with um, Ziggler and uh, and Moxley. You know, in fact, like, just a couple of awesome feuds. And Daniel Bryan's stuff was, was amazing. For sure, because there's a lot of realism with the Daniel Bryan stuff at the time. You know what I mean? But and uh, remember, and remember what didn't happen? A match. True. <laughs> I did they later. Never, true. They never wrestled. No, Miz beat him when he came back. Miz beat him. Like a year later, after all that yeah, was stuff on the bump or talking smack, whatever it was. And that was a great promo too on talking smack. But Jim, yes. is the Miz awesome? Yes, he's awesome. I love the Miz. Well, there we go. Well, if Rock Hard says he's awesome, he's fucking better awesome. Recognize, recognize, recognize the Miz, all right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I exactly. recognize he wasn't on Survivor Series, so and that's where we're. Uh... <laughs> that's kind of true too. <laughs> anyway, his, pack, his package was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff. His package was. This is the package wrestling channel. <laughs> it's, it's below, it's the earlier than prime time so we have to be clean uh yeah, it is early that's true yeah. uh well it's not only is it early for you guys usually but it's actually only 11 19 a.m for me so it's very early down here um anyway we go back to a segment with jay uso talking to roman reigns backstage and roman tells him that he trusts sammy zane and i have to see how it plays out as we move on to the main event, isn't it between... 19 where you are? Sorry, uh, no, it it's 11 where you are. No, it's 11 20 a.m. where I am. I thought you're 14 hours difference. I, I got because it's summer. Yeah, it's 11. What does it say? There you go. See, it says it right there on 60 times phone 11 20 a.m. Melbourne. Right. I hope um, he knows what time it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I hope I know too. <laughs> there he is thought, two Melbournes. He thought that there was a, a million Jews in the city of eight million people in Melbourne. Who did, oh, well, come on, how many were there again? I forgot. So what, was were like the, what was the number? Thousand Jews and there's four and a half million people in Melbourne. No, no, no. Hold on. There was more than that, dude. There was more than forty thousand. There might have been fifty thousand, but it was it was it was in the tens of thousands. And you, you doubled the population, and you, I mean, basically. I know, I fucked up, up there. I fucked up. That's I mean, true. Ba- basically, uh, Israel would enact, annex Melbourne if that was the case. <laughs> All right, let me just see. Let me see something about Israel. that again. Yeah. I never said, hey, it's not fucking New hey, York. You guys, you're going to have Gaza. We have a new southern Israel now. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't believe you, man. Seriously. Let's see Australian Jews. I want to look that up, man, one more time. <laughs> because I need Melbourne to know now. Jews, not Australian Jews. Oh, yeah, true. Melbourne Jews. Fuck. I mean, of course, they're only in like two cities. So, I mean. Well, well yeah, it was Sydney and Melbourne. But I think Perth had a small contingent. I'm, I'm sure there are small contingents in other places as well. Oh, no. I'm sure there's Jews in every state of yeah, Australia. Wherever you have accountants north of Dante, sure. But but here, like, there's there's I've met a few in my time, but it's like I said to you last time, there's a suburb called Caulfield, which is literally a Jewish suburb here in Melbourne, like, it's all Jews, just just quietly. But anyway, enough of that. It's not the Jewish uh wrestling show. <laughs> uh, hey, did you take a piss that quick already, Kev? Yeah, damn, what the hell? Who really? the oh no, he sent me a private message saying, taking a piss, be right back. I kid you not. When he I went to look, oh, oh no! <laughs> Before I'm jealous. 
go go if you need to piss go for it man i don't need to piss but but, but when i do it's still it's like a three minute event <laughs> i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad no, thing, but thing. <laughs> anyway like enough of the piss bar, talk <laughs> let's move on to the main event it is the brawling boost against the bloodline it's pete butch dunn ridge holland sheamus and drew mcintyre and kevin owens versus jay and jimmy uso Rambo reigns Sami Zayn, and solo sikola in a war games match uh man this match had everything it had the drama it had the psychology the match told the story it was pretty good i mean the the ending really made up for the match it could have been better but i'll just say this i'll say you know i'm not gonna go blow for blow but i'll say towards the end roman and ko started trading wild punches but there's a block a superman punch a block a stunner superman punch again connects on the rebound super kick blocks the spear pop-up power bomb takes reigns down kick to the gut and then we get a stunner Sami Zayn then breaks it up by grabbing referee rudy charles hand before he gets to three as Zayn uppercuts kevin owens in the gentleman's area to save the usos and he's feeling really bad about it as he gets on one knee in front of roman reigns and says something we can't quite hear but nevertheless it's a hell of a kick to owens or should I say halluva kick he holds Kevin in his arms for a long moment looking at Jay Uso offering him up and then the bloodline win by pinfall with a diving splash from Jay Uso on Kevin Owens in a pretty crazy matchup I just don't like how there was no blood there was a little bit of blood on Roman's arm if anyone saw that but other than that it was nothing I just feel like if this is going to be war games we need some war friggin paint in the match and unfortunately we didn't get that but not to take away it was still a brilliant sort of story it stole a great story the ending was great kev what'd you think uh well first the uh dodie is not allowed to uh intentionally blade anymore that's a uh mandated from uh corporate uh okay. if i agree with you that would have made it a lot better does it really uh, matter they will still they can still blade and yeah. I, I, would, I would try Just to hide it. it i would try to hide it but uh that's the reason it's why on, it's on pay-per-view i mean I, I agree with you guys, but they're not going to do that. Um, they got investors and stuff, and they don't want it. It's not really pay per view. It's Peacock, which is well, I know. It's all that, about Cox, for Christ's sake, guys. Yeah, yeah but uh, about Cox. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, sorry, Kev. <laughs> this match proved why WWE is the leading uh, company in storytelling and professional and all of professional and, wrestling and sports entertainment and sports entertainment. <laughs> um, but they're allowed to be wrestling again. Yeah. Then, uh, Spot the That's it. it was genius how like it took Sammy so long until he actually hit uh Kevin Owens too. Like he could have hit Kevin's to break up the tag, but he hit he grabbed the ref too instead too. So I'm still noticing like, he still hasn't touched him, he still hasn't touched him. He was leaving that doubt that he was gonna like team up with Kevin at, at the end too. It was which so I want to know who booked this match too. Like have them book more uh it's so detail oriented this match too. It did start off a tad boring until everybody was in. I'll, I'll say that. And uh, at the end, too, everyone's laying down like they're dead. Like, just like in real life, like Drew and Sheamus wouldn't be knocked out like that. So you got to like, suspend your disbelief there. They'd right. probably Honestly, beat the whole five guys if they wanted to in real life. But uh, Honestly, no, I was going to say, this feels like a Jamie Noble maybe uh, type of booked matchup, even though it reminds me of an Arn Anderson even type of booked match, but Arn's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, Kev, continue on. Yeah, just it, it, it's genius. Minus the little little things, the little suspensions of disbelief. Just because it's wrestling, there's wrestling rules we have to accept. You know, 
And uh, I just love the detail in this match, too. And then the, the end. I'll let you guys talk about the end. I don't want to take the whole thing. I don't want to cover every part. No, go for it. We, everyone's going to get their chance. It's all good, bro. And you, uh, did, I, I didn't want to cry, but I did all the memes now, too. Like, girlfriend, why are you crying? They, they showed the picture of J, uh, Jay and Sammy <laughs> hugging at the end, too. It was like, that was cool, man. Best, yeah, it was some of the best storytelling in the last 10 years for, for WWE, to be honest, too. It, everything about this match, minus the slow building of the, of the beginning. But that might have even made it better just because it was so slow in the beginning, too, how the story picked up towards the end. It was brilliant storytelling. I'm not gonna lie. It was great, and and then and and that hug with Jay, just iced it, man. Like that was just perfect. Jeff, did you love the hug from Jay and Sammy? I thought the whole match was good. Um, I share in Kevin's nitpick that at the end, moves that would not have knocked these people out in in the same match earlier. <clears throat> knocked everyone the fuck out completely um but that was the drama the the drama was about everyone being knocked out really you know roman only being semi-aware and kevin and sammy was was, was the the act and uh, was the story and then uh sammy yielding so that jay could do could finish and take the win be the right hand man and finish the job for roman um i thought it was perfect so you know, I'm not going to nitpick wrestlers for wrestling a WWE style and follow, following the booking. Um, so I'm going to give this one five stars. I, I thought this was basically perfect in the context it was for. And this took the show from being eh, to good. Like I'm glad, like I'm glad I saw it. Jim? Yeah, I <clears throat> before I get into that, I you know, want to give Butch some props. I thought the uh, finger work was really good in the match. Just the little, finger work, <laughs> just in the match. In the match, the finger work. <laughs> he really knows how to work those fingers. <laughs> finger licking good, but Butch, according to Rock Hard, that's <laughs> finger work of the game. <laughs> It was quite shocking, that finger work, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Why do we always laugh at fucking these fucking sexual references, for Christ's sake? Because we're 13-year-old boys. That's why we still watch wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was going to say something, but I won't. I better not. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be putting us all down after that. But it's true. We, that's why we still watch wrestling, right? <laughs> We're a bunch of fucking kids. But um, nah, man. Look. Sorry? No, go ahead. No, no, no I was going to say, it's all good. But Jim, go for it, man. What were you saying? No, I, re- I really think the psychology in this match was... I mean, I don't remember a match that had this good of a psychology in it. <clears throat> you know? And then to end it like that was just... It was great. It was perfect. They didn't mess it up. It worked, you know. The Kevin Owens falling in Sammy's arms and holding it there, <laughs> just, you know, and t- Paul's in there, and built, it was just. I think everything about that ending was was perfect. And, and you know what? Sorry, no, no, sorry, Jim. I didn't, I didn't know you were continuing. No, continue no, on. no. no, I was just what? saying it was perfect. And then with you know him giving the the fall to <clears throat> J, uh, Jay, and it was just perfect. 
Well, see, I feel like this was definitely a WWE style match, but you know what the difference is? A WWE style match knows how to tell a fucking story in the fucking ring, yeah. whereas AEW still haven't figured that out properly yet, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are times where they do tell a story, but compared to WWE, it's night and day to me, man. And anyone that pisses on a WWE style match, then you just don't get the art form of professional wrestling because. That's a great example. If you want to teach someone coming up how to tell a story in the ring, that match is a perfect example on how to tell a story because at the end of the day, it could have been the worst fucking match on the card. But all those little things that were part of the match that told the story would have still made that match great just because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference, man, where you know less is more sometimes than actually trying to do all these flippy shit and hurricane runner this Tope Sulci to that, Escalera, this, Spanish move, that. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? This, this, this yeah, that, really means, guys. that means nothing to me. Absolutely. It's it's true. It's spot on. But um, I'll give this matchup a four out of five for sure. Just purely because of the storytelling. And that's that. I mean, Kev, you, what would you give this out of five anyway, man? I know yeah. Jeff gave it a five. Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. That's, that's good. No, Jim... <clears throat> I would say four and a quarter. So we're all pretty much around the four, four and a quarter, four and a half to five with Dr. Jeff Lindman giving his five stars to the main event. I'll just, just before we go though, guys, I mean, and Kev, I'll start with you. Where do we go from here now? Do we have Sami Zayn now planting seeds of possibly turning it on the bloodline? how far they want to stretch this. Um, I think it's it, eventually the end game is uh, Kevin Owens and Sami taking the belts from the Usos. Um, and then lead on to a world title matchups with Roman, with the both of them? Uh, if they do, they're going to lose. So if you want this Sam, Sammy to have a heroic story, <laughs> it's got to be the Usos. You know, it's got to be the... Uh, do we get an Eddie Guerrero-Benoit moment with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you could. You could. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that for some reason. Like, you know, all, this, all the fireworks and all the confetti and all that shit coming down and them being champions. Yeah, that's, know, the, that's the only way to make this story have a happy ending for Sami Zayn because there's, there's no and chance in hell. With a bow. It literally yeah. like, ties it up with a bow, bang. That's it. You can pull the Lex Luger. Like, have everybody come out and carry him. <laughs> yeah, like, no, Eddie and uh, Put him on his shoulders. Uh, it's the Zayn Express all over again, except this Rose time. Let him hit the bongs too. You know, <laughs> everybody come out. Like, yeah, dude. Have a hit of the bongs, Sammy. I mean, Jeff, can you see that? No. <laughs> Jeez, so much for a party pooper, man. I, think, I, think there, I, I mean, there's a big difference between the way how Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero looked versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I mean, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> well, two, two of them look like they were drawn from in comic book characters, and the other two look look like they were drawn from my local bar. I mean, well, at least they can tell, at least they can tell a story, though. They absolutely can tell a story, and I think, and, and they're real. People can relate to pe- to two people like that, man. You're fat guy, you're average fat guy, and you're just average. I don't want guy. my wrestlers to be relatable, but you know, <laughs> I think I think getting over on the Usos is good enough revenge for them. Roman, it's going to be it's going to be different heroes. That's what you have. That's what they've been doing with for Cody so, this whole time. So undisputed tag team championships are their ceiling with yes. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, really? Is I'm not even it? saying they're undisputed at that point, but yeah, probably undisputed tag team champions. That's that's their that's their ceiling. I don't together. think so. 
They might get Damn. a world title reign, but not from Roman. Maybe a, a six months from now when they uh, – Well, from Cody? Um, from Roman will be gone somehow at one point, and then there'll be two belts. Well, yeah, be two champions. What if KO and Roman feud and Sammy helps KO win? That's not going to happen. I can You're going to waste that, a two-year title run for – Kevin Owens getting it? No well, way. Who's go- who's going to get it? Part time. No, I mean, if, if, if you're going to do that, Part-time. you do the reverse. KO helps yeah. Sammy get it to get that moment yeah. that you are well, one. Yeah, that, then that, Sammy. Yeah, that's a, a mankind moment after that, like a full Mick Foley moment when he won the WWF. Cody or a part timer? It, it would be sort of a awesome that. No, you can't if, be a part timer if he did that. Whoever won the Money in the Bank match cashes in on Sammy Zayn. Like five minutes <laughs> straight <later. laughs> away, like right away. Like, I could see that man. Like they're like he's in the batch holding them up with his shoulders, and everyone's celebrating, and he sort of goes. When he goes I think uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree with Sammy Zane, but I think KO could carry the title for a little bit. Actually, how about KO moment. helps Sammy to win it? Cashes the uh, money in the bank and betrays yeah, Sammy. One of the, right, that no, would be great too. Roman. I just think he could have it for. I'll get it again, just brain. not for a while. Oh, well, we can always do an AW and be in a Sami Zayn World Championship or something. They'll go Seth to get it. <laughs> Who's Roman's next feud? Matt, who's Roman's next feud? It's going to be Kevin Owens next. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Owens, that's Roman. It'll be KO for sure. Has to be. To move on the storyline, it makes sense to go with yeah. KO right now. You know what I mean? Because then Sammy's going to be conflicted again. Right. Well, blah, blah, blah. blah. Rumble, Sammy will accidentally knock one of the Usos out. And then one of the other Russos will, you know, think about taking revenge, and they won't because they'll 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 be otherwise distracted. And you know, Sammy will make it to the final four, and then everyone in the bloodline will be mad at him because a he made it that four, and what did he do with J- Jay and and you know and all of that shit? Um, and what was he going to do? Was he, was he going to cash in? Was he going to cash in tribal chiefs? No, no, I'm holding it for you, boss. I was holding it to make sure nobody else could cash in on you. Yeah. That would actually be a good line if one of the bloodline yeah. won the Royal Rumble. I wouldn't even be surprised if it wasn't Jay who turned on the bloodline. That would yeah, be interesting Jay. too. But you then you have, have but then you're gonna have to have him have a full blown singles run. And the thing is, I'm not saying he's boring because he's not, but I just feel like him on his own, it just won't work. He doesn't need to be on his own. He could have the new Funkadelics, Naomi and oh, Sasha. God, <laughs> uh, some, you know somebody call my mama on? now. You know what else I would consider for uh, Kevin or Sammy? What's uh, that? Probably for Kevin eventually, because uh, the NXT is lacking main eventers, and Braun Breaker's got to come up to the main roster sooner or ever, sooner than later. I would have Kevin Owens have a, like an NXT World Title run again and make the, like for a little bit. Uh, he would think o- that's right. Yeah. Who else do they have that could get that? He's they don't too have over anybody. on the main roster though. But he's gonna lose to Roman. That would bring, that would like cool him off and bring him back up, bring him back up again. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's the most. Yeah, hundred percent. Who? Baron Corbin. You stick him in NXT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robert Roode. That's fine. Rob. Well, I think yeah, Roode. Roode, you could do. Roode, definitely you can do, but uh, not Kevin Owens. You even think of it as a demotion to the point where you'd probably be like, "I want to leave." You like, don't pay people three million dollars a year to be on NXT. Ziggler yeah. is. <laughs> He Ziggler did it. make three million dollars a year. Ziggler yeah, makes like $750 or something like that. Well, he probably makes more than that, but he's been there a Maybe thousand more. years. That's true too. That's true. And I think with Ziggler, you can sort of he's that destroyed 
that it doesn't really matter if you restart him and stop and start him. I think stop I think actually Ziggler signed the same time as the Battle of Hastings <clears throat> occurred. <laughs> God, yeah, probably. Well, anyway, boys. Um, overall, what would you give this paper? Well, sorry, premium live event. I would say a three and a half out of five. Kev. Yeah, so you said it. That's above average. Three and a half out of five. That's where I got it. Oh, right. yeah, well, there you go. Jeff. Two and three quarters, maybe. Really? And Rock Hard Jim. I'll, I'll go with you guys. Three and a half. Thought it was a little above average. Yeah, and see, I, I feel like, like it's a angle. little high. But yeah, it's only the ending that really makes yeah. up for me. Absolutely. Like ending brought it and, up I, and I like that they tried something different. True. With Survivor Series, which was a dead. Sorry, pay per view. I know Jeff doesn't like now. saying that, but. No, no, I mean, I, I make the distinction because something on Peacock, it's a different audience than your pay-per-view. Your pay-per-view are your wrestling fans. Peacock yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It's designed for it to be family night. True. You bring up a point. Well, guys, I think we family can take it Family and the own. cock. <laughs> Lay hard into the <laughs> cock. And it's funny because here for us, Listen. we've got a thing called binge. So binge cock. Get it? <laughs> well, that's one way to get a big family. We're like Kevin, oh, wow. go on a cock binge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the network is going on the binge on the binge network over here. So I'm not lying. Nobody that cares about your Australian streaming service. <laughs> well, you're the one that broke the news to me, actually, as a matter of fact, Jeff. You knew Nobody it before. Cares I did. about what I say. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> that's, that's true, too. Now, in saying that, though, guys, Kev, tell them where they can find you, man. Uh, follow me on uh, me and Jim both at Dollar Club Wrestling um, on Twitter Dollar Club twenty four seven Facebook Dollar Club twenty four seven on T Public search for Dollar Club Wrestling at hoodies and stuff you can buy. Uh, then uh, we're gonna have another uh, we're gonna have another pay per view coming up in March. Uh, Dollar Club Wrestling presents the Barroom Blitz St. Patty's Day Barroom Blitz. We're gonna be in New York for that event. Uh, I'll get you more details on that. Gonna make that one, Jimmy. Yeah, we got. <laughs> I'm not gonna fall asleep on this one, man. Do me a favor, remind <laughs> me to have my phone on loud, right? And call me twenty or half an hour before the show fucking starts because he's gonna be prepared that pissed for the me off. You want him to call you? No, no, no. Uh, if someone wake me up, I doubt I'll, I'm not gonna. I'm promise you, I'm not gonna fuck this one up. Now. I will. I will. When is it again? Did you say, Kev? Uh, we don't have a set date yet. It's gonna be a, a it's gonna be close to uh, St. Patty's Day. It's a St. Patty's Day okay. theme. Be up the entire month of March. <laughs> All right. I'll say it's in March, so yeah, it's nothing in months. And then, but I do have to promote the uh, AXW show. Me and Jim are a part of AXW American Excellence uh, Wrestling. Kevin Kelly's running it now, so we've got a lot of big things. January seventh, oh, cool. next show. Um, I'm Uncle Slam about that show. And Jim will be running the uh, the Dollar Club vendor table. Uh, so be there. Uh, it's in our calendar yeah and jeff's gonna be there as well it's gonna be feet up yeah i'm so jealous man it I, sucks I that i'm all the way up here yeah, 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 DJ, which i don't have don't to tell you she wears anyway <laughs> so you're gonna have viv there too <laughs> she's gonna yeah and moving to sicario if, if <laughs> is Uber to sicario gonna be there too yeah we, we may leave him there <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, shout outs to Hubertus Sakaria. He's a good kid, man. Come on. 
Come on, Jeff. Anyway, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. That was a good good video. I just bought a PlayStation 5 and a 32 you did. TV, you know, for keeping his room. Oh, so he's got the. You're a good puppy, aren't you? They're fucking playing like Mario Karts or some, some shitty ass game. I felt bad for him. I'm like, <laughs> plus he would lie down on my side of the couch, which is where I like to lie down. So <laughs> he was also strategic. Get him his own TV, get him his uh, a modern game console. There you go. So it hey, took care of so many things at once. Yeah, but I, I'm, I am awesome. Um, Black Friday sh- sales, all that good stuff. Anyway, uh, where can you find me? At IcarusFellMD. Oftentimes here at the PwC, we cross-pollinate with Channel Latitude and Hameen Media Group. Shout out to Ben Hameen. Ben actually, uh, we, we communicated yesterday. He said, thanks for doing such a great job covering Rampage and on Cage for us. Oh, really? Well, there you I, go. I, I said, there it's my pleasure, Ayatollah. I said, I know you need a lot of help with Jimmy. I said, I said Jimmy's my dude. Um, <laughs> and uh, my other wrestling podcast doesn't involve all these crumb bums. Is uh, Hammerlock Hangover <laughs> with the Daddy Cool Steve Pena, where bi weekly. Shut up. Um, and non wrestling is Garden of Doom and Garden Views. It's just for show. Garden of Doom is like a cult esoteric and uh, cryptids, things that go bump in the night, comics, you know, fun stuff like that. A lot of religion, a lot of theosophy. Uh, Garden Views is more topical. Lately, I've been on a space law. It's, I think it's fair to call it an obsession at this point. Yeah, interesting. Cool. Jim, I know Kev already sort of said it for you, but is there anything you want to uh, I represent everything less expensive than Dollar Club. Yeah, you can, uh, you know, I'm on at Jim Premi 54 on TikTok, on uh, uh, Twitter, Jimmy Prendergast Jr. on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, tune in uh, Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. Watch the Dollar Club Wrestling Podcast, which, you know, Jimmy, don't feel bad because I'm actually the Dollar Club champion and I have not won a dollar yet. <laughs> oh, Kev- oh, Kevin's, just, Kevin's just jealous. Oh, <laughs> he's bitter you know what, because man? I beat the crap out of him. You know what? I'll give you my dollar right now, Jim. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also at HaminMediaGroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows and at the PW Hustle and everywhere else where you can find all our shows. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Kevin Sexy Tom Panetta. That's Dr. Jeff Limit, and that's Rock Hard Jim Prendy. And you've been listening and watching the PWC HMG Survivor Series Review Show right here on the PWC Network and ChannelAttitude.com. I think we're out. See yous. Stay evil, my friends. <laughs> Sizzle me, daddy ass. <laughs> you would. <laughs>
necessarily going to be decisive, but in a chaotic environment, sometimes you can steal a quick one, two, three. Yeah, Becky trying to do that on a couple of occasions. Becky! Ah! Oh! 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 Yeah, 
And Bailey now trying to punish Becky Lynch, ruin her return to WWE. And now AJ Styles sends Dom packing. This could prove to be a big time flaw for AJ Styles. The OC and the Judgment Day fighting through the TD Garden here in Boston. Meanwhile, back to the match to the ring, Styles and Balor. AJ Styles taken down by Finn in a pinning combination. AJ Styles into a combination of his own two count kick by Balor. Styles has Finn up yet again. Finn able to, to reverse, at least shift the balance momentarily. Now Styles with the shoulders down, kick out at two. Balor with a sling blade. Shayna Baszler and Shotzi. Whoa! Taking Shayna down into the ring to break the count. Remember, she can't win on a count out. Remember, he'll start again. Rousey dumped into the WWE Universe right in the front row. Shayna Baszler as well. Remember what Shotzi said last night? She promised Shayna would get a front row seat at Survivor Series, and she did just that. Austin Theory, super, super kick. kick. Blow to the back of the neck. These men point out all the stops for the United States Championship. The title held by dozens of WWE Hall of Famers. Rollins' eyes just lit up. Corey, he has both men in position. Oh, oh, stop oh, oh. to Lashley. Use Theory. Theory now. Set off to the apron. And Jimmy Uso chopping at the bit. He can't wait to get to his brother's aid. Well, this is one way to test Sami Zayn's loyalty. 
welcomed him into the ring to team with the one member of the bloodline that he hasn't been able to get along with. The one member of the bloodline that has questioned Sami Zayn's loyalty since the beginning, Jey Uso. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.